Hey everyone, you're listening to Richie Ramone live on the barrage. Friday night and we're in fucking Queens. Isn't it about time for somebody's favorite radio program? Live in the garage. I can't do it. I can't do a radio show. Will you please play the old sports song? My goal in life is to like break out of prison and open for Van Halen. There's a fridge full of this Welch's grape soda if anybody wants them. When I'm not picking on my gut, I'm listening to that's Midwest, fucking Europe, I don't give a fuck, get the fuck out, this is my show. I said O-R-I-A-M, that's my name from the other end. Hey everybody, this is Conan Neutron. No, you just suck on it. Fuck the audience. The What's your favorite radio station? Live from the garage. Look at the cycle walks into this shit. Don't drink Seagram's Escapes. One pound it's gonna ever keep me down. Live from the barrage. I saw the Grateful Dead twice. You are listening to Live from the Barrage. For some reason, this reminds me of when Slim Goodbody came to my school. You are full of shit. Let me do my show, for Christ's sake! I have a great story. Makes sense to me. <laughs> What's wrong with you, people? John Hulan, fuck you. Hey. Hi. Hi. Hi, sir. What's going on, everybody? Welcome back to Live from the Barrage. Can you guys hear me okay? Hello. Hello. Hello, Hello sir. Hello. I've been futzing around with all the levels and trying to get everything going the right way. I think we had it sussed at the last second. Hi. Welcome back to Live from the Barrage right here on Radio Nope. Thanks for joining us today. Hello, Ryan. What? 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 Can you hear yourself? What? Talk right into that microphone. It's only been 150 shows. Hi. Thank you. Huh. Sound a little low. How you doing, Pat? I'm good. <laughs> and I would also like to welcome, I guess now is as good a time as any to welcome our newest cast member, the incomparable Brian Musikoff. Yeah. Yeah. Hey, hey it's me. From Bayside, Queens, uh, now from New Jersey. New Jersey. New Jersey. How you doing, Brian? Hey, okay. Thanks for having me. We got four nut Metsies. Oh, wow. I didn't four even see what happened. Yeah. Do it a hit home run. Finally. Yeah, he's, he's out of the slump. All right. Duda is not slumping anymore. We're back on the air. The Mets uh, are looking to clinch probably tomorrow if the Washington loses or the next day. Who's that sir? Ken doll looking dude? <laughs> <laughs> That's Gary Cohen. <laughs> he used to be on the radio. Now he's on TV. And uh, he's there with Keith Hernandez. I don't see Ron Darling there, Darling there today. Thank you. What's our magic? We're three, right? Right, magic number is three. Tres. So any combination of Mets wins and Nationals losses. That's we're the, the Kendall looking dude. I was talking about. Oh, oh, that dude. Oh, yeah. That's a, that's the six eight. Uh, this Noah Syndergaard, Thor, the mighty Thor. Yeah. He's humongous. <laughs> he looks like he doesn't have a thought in his fucking head. <laughs> <laughs> Big empty vessel. <laughs> Big empty. <laughs> you empty-headed motherfucker. <laughs> chuck a baseball when we need it. Thoughts, yeah. thoughts like a sieve. Yes, 23-year-old and dumb as a post. There he is, Noah Syndergaard. So I don't really throw a ball. I don't really know that he's dumb. I mean, he just has a blank <laughs> expression on his face. <laughs> Noah Syndergaard. Empty right. head. Yeah, let's not speak too soon. Uh, someone's on base. We're excited for the show. This is a big show for us, uh, Brian. Uh, obviously, you're out of the park first day, Brian, <laughs> bringing in a punk rock legend. It's what I had to do. Founder of uh, the band The Dictators from the, New York City. The Pope of Punk. The Pope of Punk, Andy Chernoff, will be joining us live in the studio. Live studio. In the, in the garage. In Queens. <laughs> in Queens. You know, he's from... Um, 
Jackson Heights. I Jackson Heights. Listen, Ridge. I did my research. Yeah, okay. I didn't see you uh, sending me any research over that music mm, off. That's part of the gig. You're supposed to send you. me like pages and pages so I don't have to do anything. We'll see if you get under pressure. <laughs> I thought it was my job to not do anything. <laughs> <laughs> and yeah. I don't want to take your job, Pat. Yeah. Steal, steal my thunder. <laughs> Fuck research. Yeah. <laughs> Tommy Rockstar, uh, happy birthday. Mr. Rockstar, he's celebrating his dad's 73rd birthday today. He'll be in a little, like, much, much, much later. Maybe we'll have an appearance from Mario. He'll have some old-timey punk rock stories. And uh, I'm sure he's been to a dictator show. We'll have to look at Mario's master list of bands he's seen in, is, in their heyday. Is he bringing the list? I hope he does. I, You know, he's usually pretty well prepared with all that crap. Like, he brings in a bunch of shit and half of it we don't even look at. He lives in his car, doesn't he? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> he's one of those guys whose car is just filled with papers to the top, and he keeps moving it from block to block so he doesn't get a toad. <laughs> the neighbors don't report it as stolen. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> There's a guy around here that does that. He's got, like, a, a duster or something, and it's just weighed down with papers, like the back of it's touching the ground. And i never seen him drive it, but he moves it. He moves it every day. Yeah. We call Mario Alternate Side. <laughs> alternate Side of the Street chooching with the hey, newspapers. Mario Alternate Side. Ew. So we're excited, man. Thanks for getting this guest, Brian. And uh, I can't wait to ask Andy all sorts I'm of things. I'm psyched to be here. Thanks for having, having me in. Anytime. So, Andy, huh? Andy Chernoff just texted me as we speak and he wrote, okay. In regard to what, I don't know. So maybe, maybe is he outside? Let me go check. Really? I don't know. I don't know what okay means. Let me find out. I'll be right back. You're crazy. You, you told him 9 o'clock, right? Yeah, but that doesn't mean All right. Well, whatever you say. So long. See you, Brian. Lock so the door. He's care. out. We're You're fired. St- we're still doing this 9 o'clock thing with guests? I thought we would yeah. just like, let him come in at 8 and let him hang out the whole show. You know, we whatever. Wanna... I mean, why? What do you think? I don't know. I like when they hang out the whole show. Yeah. You know, yeah. it's more like they're just cutting loose. With I feel us like uh, by nine o'clock, we're nice and warmed up and, uh, you know, yeah. we could do our thing. But, you know, if you feel differently, we should then bring, it, bring it up at the meeting. Bring if it you, up at the meeting. Yeah, if you well, feel have differently, a, we're going to have a maybe, staff meeting. Maybe you should start your own fucking podcast. <laughs> no way. Like, I barely like, want to do this one. <laughs> <laughs> What's the news from outside, Ryan? What's the scene? I told Andy nine, but yeah. I don't know what okay means. It's so fine. I'm I'm assuming... Did you tell him to come to the backyard? That's probably what he's saying. Okay. Indeed. Then that's what he's that's what he's answering. Yeah, I told him to go to Shea. So. <laughs> Show up at Shea. Yeah. Make a left at Shea Stadium and uh, keep going. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, I'm sure everything's fine. We'll yeah. be talking to him at nine o'clock, and I cannot wait. I'm very excited. Yeah. Hey, we got a bottle opener up in this piece. Oh my God! This uh, guy. First day, he's already Believe fucking making demands. I use the one on the door. Look oh, around. Okay. It's, uh, it's a magnetic be, one on the door. Uh, right I regret this decision. <gasps> Pat Walsh to the rescue. Pat just popped me open with a cigarette lighter, too. You're a bartender. You don't know how to improvise? Hey, it's my night off. <laughs> That's right. There'll be no people are wondering whether Brian will be bartending because this is a bar, but no. This is your night off. Mm-mm. You are a customer. You are a guest. You are a cast member. You'll not nice. be serving any drinks, opening any me. bottles. That's what we will serve you. <laughs> serving, serving the insult. Serving the smack. Serving the insults. No, someone asked if he was going to be bartending. No. <laughs> He's like, fuck you. F- <laughs> fuck you. What's the name of the place you work at, Brian? You, uh, you, gotta, you want to talk? You want to talk about over the air? Why you don't want? All right, so uh, you, no, I don't care. It's uh, you don't have to. Nah, Where is it in Hoboken? It's in Hoboken. Yeah. Is it uh, Oddfellows? No. Maxwell's? Eh. No. Oh, Maxwell's is gone. You have to break in my feelings like that. We don't have. Oh, I don't know. Maxwell's isn't the max same Maxwell's as we as we grew up in. No. It's yeah. Someone bought the Maxwell's name and started a whole thing, and you know we wish them well. It's just not the same thing. Yeah. They bought the name Maxwell's and that's dumb. Went ahead and publicly 
pooped on the previous owners. What? So it just oh, these are the guys who serve like uh, organic kale and a milkshake or some shit now, not and even, they think they're better than us. Not even, not even that nice. They want to run a, a a family business with what Maxwell's used to be in the back, but it's not something you could just absorb and maintain unless you're involved with it in the first place. So. Right, you don't want a nuclear assault eating the free hamburgers before they go on in Are the family kidding? section. That would rule. If only. <laughs> if only. We don't. Well, we Brian, don't. I know you're too polite to say it. I'll say, fuck those guys. Yeah, fuck the fuck new them. Maxwells. Fuck their ass. Fuck them up the ass. The old Maxwells ruled. Hey, that's coming. Yeah. I, I'm, not gonna dis- I'm not going to disagree. The bartender kicked ass. The, the sound guys kicked ass. The mm-hmm. room kicked ass. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, it was mm-hmm. great all around. Tremendous. Tremendous. <laughs> nice job, guys. Yeah. So. Yeah, so that was 10 minutes. I don't have anything else to talk about for the next 50. <laughs> and we're just going to patiently and silently wait for Andy to show up. Okay, you ready? Right. Here we go. Anybody want whiskey? Fuck yeah. Maxwell. Yeah. <laughs> What'd you get there? You I don't know. I, the guy said it was awesome. So I got Basil Hayden. All right, we all... Uh, oh, not- whoa, are you kidding me? We yeah. were drinking that when we were... The three of us, Ryan. Oh, really? We're just in Kentucky, and we were drinking Basil Hayden. That is the best yeah. bourbon you can it's, buy. It's got a cumber bar. Really? Yeah, they, oh, my God, is that job, delicious? Brian. I don't know. The guys at the liquor store, they love talking about whatever you're buying. Liquor? You know? Yeah. yeah. And, and well, Ryan... Oh, I'm sorry, liquor? Ryan, that's that's a pretty penny, too. Ryan got the nice shit, guys. Yeah, yeah, I, I said we're all going to chip in for a bottle. I didn't realize you were going to go... I no expense. And here's the good news. It's on me. No way, hey, It's on Ryan. me today. Yeah. Face laden, Kentucky Sweet. bourbon. Finally, things are coming back my way. I didn't even know I liked whiskey. Everything's yeah. coming up, Johnny. Mr. Yeah. King, uh, hello. We say hello, uh, giving you a little. Thank you. Yes, give me a little. Yeah. We say hello to everyone in the chat box. Of course, uh, Doctor Tim Wright, um, <laughs> the Pope of Punk, is blessing us. I don't know who that is. Right. Uh, Sponge to fur, square zugas, <laughs> and uh, Conan Neutron. Uh, who else is there? Crazy Bob. You got a Mr. King saying the stuff is very good that we have. It's Basil Hayden's. It's a tra- hey, uh, do we have Kyle is a, number is a, thirty? Is Alexa? I don't see her because she knows Basil. Oh, we, yeah? we drank that in uh, in uh, Louisville. Ah, uh, yeah. Well, let me taste this bourbon right now. The bur- the Basil Hayden taste test. We're also going to have Andy Chernoff is a big wine guy, and we're going to see if. What do you call a wine guy, Pat? Who's like an expert on wine? A prick. <laughs> no, there's a name for it. Besides, you know what I mean? A sommelier, <laughs> right? But there's another name for it, like a, like Mr. something filed. Slant rag, no, hey, uh, Mr. Fancy Pants. I can't pronounce it. It's yeah, a, someone pronounced that for us. So something file. It begins with like a vowel or an O. An o. An o. Oh, hang on. It's on my. It's on my Facebook page. Uh, it's a uh, uh, zoophile. No. I'm also trying a new beer tonight called Coney Island Mermaid Pilsner. Ooh, Where that... the fuck are you shopping? <laughs> I got this. Kinda, one, I got this at the gas. I got this at the gas and go. <laughs> <laughs> wow, so, that bourbon is fucking delicious. So I believe, right? I believe someone. Damn. I believe a wine specialist is called an onan, an onophile. 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 This smells like my childhood. <laughs> this is good. Ono. Uh, yeah. So we'll, an, we'll, see, we'll see what uh, Andy has to say about the wine we've. We yeah. brought for him to sample. Oh, <laughs> that's oh, trouble. That's yeah. dangerous, that's right? Trouble. Yeah, that's trouble. Patrick right Walsh, who never drinks spirits, is uh, imbibing. There is no bite to this whiskey at all. Oh, that's this is like iced tea. That's yeah. nice. It's called bourbon. It is, I hope it goes well it with gin. Ooh, if I could get used to this this rich people living. Wow. I went to this pizza place last night. Mm, that bourbon's fine. Called Table 87. And, uh, Did you 86 it? Yeah, no. It was fucking good, and I don't even like that. You know, it's a coal oven pizza. Uh-huh. I don't want to give too much away. We're filming the pizza show. Oh, okay. And uh, it's in uh, Gowanus. 
it's and the place is all like I'm not used to like the nice pizza. They gave us like real plates, uh-huh. and uh, they had all sorts of be- crazy beers on tap, and they give you the sample tray, whatever that is, and you know what I'm talking about. Yeah, with yeah, like sure. the, the the beer sampler. They and knew you were coming ahead of time. They knew we were coming. They treated us like gods. It wow. was great. Mm. They, we ate for free. I think these guys, you know, hey, a little maybe, you know. Toots Garoots? No. I'm pushing my nose crooked a little. Uh, you know, oh, okay. I, I don't want to say, but maybe, uh, you know, yeah. there might be a little uh, connections yeah. going on there. Exactly. Some, some... Who, thought, who thought a pizza show might get yeah. involved yeah. with the mafia? Right. That's oh, the look. one thing you forget. Like, you don't know who you're, who you're asking to do these owners. They could be from anybody. I mean, you, you have to have money to, own, to open up a place. So. Don't you think that throws your credibility into question, John, as a pizza reviewer? Uh-huh. Oh, my my credibility was out the window as soon as this guy started talking to me. I'm like, yes, sir. This pizza is delicious. <laughs> right. No, I mean, it was great. The guys are really nice to us they treat us like kings and it was a fancy like kind of pizza place and i was like wow i'm not used to this i'm used to like you know licking the grease off a paper plate uh, that's a different style that's what i call yellow cheese pizza you had white cheese pizza the nice shit now when you say coal oven you mean brick oven no coal uh, is that there's a difference well the yeah the, well I, I don't know <laughs> it's not made out of bricks <laughs> it's coal yeah, fire they use coal instead of gas or wood all right and uh, I don't want to give too much away because we have a big pizza show. But they, they're the only place they claim that sells it by the slice, which I like. Not mm-hmm. like these foo-foo joints that are like, oh, we're too good to slice to cut the oh, pizza yeah. pie. Right. So you could walk pizza. in off the street and get a slice, which is nice. There so, you go. Uh, John, this pizza show is, a, is real? Oh, it's real. There are two episodes uh, in the can. And uh, we're we're trying to work out how to edit them and get better at it and before we release anything. Oh, right on. Listeners who don't know what we're talking about, our host, John Houlihan, is... Producing or starring in a, a reality series, can we call it about uh, yeah, sampling sure. and uh, it's sampling called, New York City's pizza? What's it called? It's called Little Johnny Hooley's Pizza Party. <laughs> <laughs> What's it called? Uh, it's not. It doesn't really have a name okay. yet. But you know, and it doesn't really have a premise either, except that we just go to pizza places and eat pizza. Like, what are, uh, John, what what are, what are the parameters? Is it New York City? Um, yeah, but I mean, we're willing to go to Chicago and dive into that pool of sauce and you know, whatever. We're would willing you? to do it. Oh, Listen, if it's no. good for the show, we'll do actually, it. Actually, actually, would you be willing to go up where I work on your day off? Because yes, there's a really good place up there. I was so surprised how how awesome. I'll this tell place you where is. we are going to go. We're going to go to this place. Um, we're going to go downtown on October seventh which is a Wednesday, and uh, they have a charity pizza thing that, like, feed the homeless, but there's, like, a dollar pizza slices from every place you could imagine. It's like a festival of pizza. Nice. And, we, and we've and uh, we contacted them, and they've given us permission to film there. Cool. Sweet. Hey, you should uh, come to Hoboken sometime. We got pizza. Yeah, man. Uh, tr- listen, Jersey pizza's good. I got no problems. Mm-hmm. I took uh, Conan and, and his, his then-band. Victory and Associates. We had the some, association. Yeah, we Victory and the Association. <laughs> we had fine pizza. Did you? Are you talking about the pizzeria that has the two foot long slice? No. no oh, you know what? That's what? Benny Tadino's, and he right. just passed away. Everybody, are you kidding? rest in peace, Benny. Thanks for the pie. Right, I've eaten there. He had, yeah. He, oh. oh, he had slices the size of the size of babies. What a memorial. Yeah, some some eulogy. Now that's Italian. <laughs> He was buried in a giant pizza box. Great. Rest in peace. Great. Now, now I can't return. Peace. Now I can't return to Hoboken ever again. <laughs> oh jeez. Find me in the Hudson. Uh, stay strong, Papa. Stay forth. Okay, this is my first and last show. Chin chin. Yeah. So uh, it was fun, and uh, yeah. So now I'm getting used to this uh, high living with the high living pizza. The free food and this now this free uh, smooth bourbon. Oh I don't my think I'm God. ever going back to being poor. Ryan, basil, basil yeah. Aidens, are you kidding me? Wow, this is good bourbon. Oh, that's good. Yeah, I almost I called this scotch. Good bourbon. I'm already drunk. I've been good sipping bourbon. it like it's nothing. 
It's I mean, so good. This is bad news. Did you show up drunk, Brian, on your first day? Is that the way this is working? Absolutely not. Here's the thing. You never know if I'm drunk or not drunk. No, there was the you never know. You never Actually, know. there was. After the Mets game, I could tell you were wasted. I was bombed. You were bombed. Usually, or, I can't or, tell. Or Usually. was I? No, you were. It's a secret. You were fucked up. You were repeating the same story over and over again. <laughs> Whatever it was, I forget. Hmm. You I were a, fucked up. I had a bad up. connection. I hung up. No, not on the phone. I in Woodside after you went to the you Mets didn't even game. remember it. Was I on Woodside? <laughs> exactly. We met you at the bar with yeah. Dan Darris. Yeah, it was pretty fucked up. You were fucked up. You were, you were faded. It's an easy thing to call on someone. We've all been there. Faded. <laughs> wishful, wishful thinking tonight. <laughs> so yeah, that was good. What was, what was the name of that bar? We went to the Station Bar in uh, in, in Woodside. Right. There was also the starting I remember that. Which is, I like to call it Johnny Bravos or whatever the hell. Where, it was. Johnny Dramas. Uh, we went to that. What was the name of the other Woodside bar, the Irish bar, where I got the turkey burger Walsh? Oh, the Irish bar in Woodside. Yeah, <laughs> you know that one. What was that? Where, you, you fed me Walsh. Where, what was that? Uh. I don't know. If you said it at... Oh, come on. The nest? No. Copperface Jacks. Yes, no. It, it becomes... It becomes a, I know it becomes a disco. It becomes right, a disco. Right as a time machine. Yeah. yeah. Marty, <laughs> the wagon wheel. <laughs> <laughs> old chickens. Let's go down to Slim, see? <laughs> I'll have an old-fashioned. Yeah, something like that. Extra rocks, my friend. And make it snappy. This is just a rack full of hats. Make it snappy. I have a steam engine to catch. <laughs> uh, suddenly everything's sepia. You'll have to forgive me. I've been drinking whiskey and rye. <laughs> I only drink because the water's dirty. <laughs> It'll give you dysentery. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Old-timey patent guy visiting the bars in Woodside. Where did I just see there was an Ottomanelli... Butcher shop on fucking Union Turnpikes now. Oh, mm-hmm. that's, yeah, been, that's there. been there for years. Has it? Oh, it I, I never noticed it. Because now I drop my son off a track. I see it every day, and they're the, like oh, game yeah. meats and they big sausage hanging in the window. You the, should go the, in there. The original one is is down on West Fourth Street, and right. that was the father's place. And when he had his sons, what he did was he bought three more places and opened them up for each of the sons. Right. So he gave each each of the sons <laughs> one one business. Hey, you know we had an Ottomanelli's in Hoboken. Yeah, you got everything we got. We get it. So Copycat. It's it's. Uh, you know what we have in Hoboken? The, the Empire Staple. The Sixth Borough. We got I, that too. You ever hear of that? We'll check this out. You know, during the Subway series, they light the Empire State Building corresponding with whoever. Right. Uh, this past series, facing the Bronx, it was white and blue for the Yanks. And facing New Jersey and Queens, it was blue and orange. New Jersey's part of that. Oh, they okay. did. Oh, wow. They split Good. it into sides. Got Good. it. Yeah. Yeah. Jersey's big uh, Mets. You know, this is part of that. Yeah. I mean, there's probably more Mets fans in Jersey than Yankee fans, I would say. Yeah, it's 50 50. It's yeah. like, you know. I, if I had to bet, I would say just slightly more. Um, if for, 27 uh, rings, baby. Uh, you know, the further south you get, you get some uh, Philly filthies. Oh. Ugh. Yeah. Well, right? the South Jersey is pretty much like, you know, Philly is South Jersey, it's not Pennsylvania. Philly's Jersey. Uh oh, no, you could. I don't want to. <laughs> what you don't want to get into this? No. Philly's Jersey. I don't care if you're from Philly. You're just an angry no. South Jersey guy. No, we don't want Philly. Philly, Philly's its own thing. It's not Pennsylvania. Not the Pennsylvania I know, my friends, with the, the trees and the foliage and cabins the Amish. and the Amish and lakes and fish. 
Speeding and, tickets. Uh, speeding tickets and overzealous state troopers. <laughs> and yingling. Yeah, yeah candlesticks. And, and bizarre <laughs> rules on purchasing beer. And odd, odd, Saltwater odd, odd like voting for a Democratic governor while you... You know, want to just own AK-47s. That's my Pennsylvania. Sir, you have to put one beer back. It's a six-pack. We're only allowed to sell you five at a time. Right. Unless you, you want to take buy- five out, put them in your car, then you're going to have to come back in. You're going to have to buy another five. Mm-hmm. Hey, Philly, the magnificent, magnificent, magnificent steaks. We'll take them. We'll take the Rock Clubs. We got uh, the, the Kyber Pass when it was there. Philly. Excellent. I, the, the, like the one time I played there. Was one of the worst experiences of my life. Where would you play? I forgot. I wish I could remember the name so I could slam the place. It was in like a, it was in like a strip mall <laughs> off the highway, and it was built for rock. And they like you, you know. play the Ottomanellis of Philly. Yeah, turn it down. And there was like uh, off-duty cops with the bouncers, and they threw heavy metal Chris out. It was a fucking bullshit. Well, you throw heavy metal Chris out. Yeah, but then we played Wilkesbury the next day. And it was one of the greatest gigs we ever played. And then yeah. we the band broke up immediately after that two city tour. Mm-hmm. <laughs> 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 couldn't couldn't hack it on the road. When, huh, when's, the, when's the documentary coming out? Hugo and the Beads were fighting so bad that Hugo walked out and booked his own hotel room in the same hotel somewhere else. And took his donuts with him. And that was it. That was the uh. end of the band. <laughs> then from then on, like, every couple months, Brian would be like, hey, these people want us to play the show. And Hugo's like, no. And that was it. The band never got back together. The 10 cent fuck flicks. I don't know anything about that problem, but I'm going to say this. I know it's Brian's fault. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> they were out of control. Brian and the heavy metal Chris were in my car. It was like, I was ready to kill myself. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Not, not, not this Brian, by the way. You were going to swerve right off the Walt Whitman Bridge. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Goodbye. Fucking I'm done. One bridge having motherfuckers. <laughs> Goofy ass bridge. <laughs> I was just down there. I went to we went to the Philly game with Dave Harrison. I mean, I didn't see any of the city. We just went straight to the ballpark. And hmm. uh, did you get hit in the head with the battery? No, nah, nobody bothers. I told the story already, but everyone, you know, nobody said a word, fucking boo to me. I don't know. And there was all Mets fans in our section. It was fifty fifty. The Phillies are horrible, so there's nothing really to fight over. Yeah, I saw on the old TV. It looked like an entirely blue and orange stadium. One of the greatest games I've ever been to. Seven to two, uh, we were losing, and we came back and hit a thousand home runs, and the final score was one thousand and, and two to seven. It's <laughs> 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 <That's> awesome. <laughs> we took it easy on yeah. them. Yeah, you know, I'm. I don't know. I don't know if I like these new rules. And I get, we got in the car. I had a, and Dave's not drinking. I had a cooler full of beer. I just started cracking them open on the way home. He never said anything to me. Thank you God. You sat in the front seat. Oh yeah. Nice. What am I sitting in the back like a, 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 a Chinaman? I would do that. Sorry. Like a Chinaman. <laughs> I don't know. I was like, <laughs> like a celestial. You know, it's funny. Sometimes you see Korean people. There's a heavily Korean neighborhood, and so, and a lot of times they sit in the back, like uh, while the other person drives, and they don't. The, no one sits in the front seat. I don't know why. But they hold hands. <laughs> Could be Uber. No, it's not. Trust me, this is before Uber. Speaking of Phillies, they're winning well, six to one over Washington Nationals right now. Yeah, that's well, a good thing. That's a good thing. John, the Koreans of Queens have had Uber before. Brian, don't play that. It's your first day. Right. <laughs> Sorry. What's that? What was that, Brian? Musical? I had. I had. I got nothing. <laughs> <laughs> no, I sat in the. I sat in the front. Okay. I drank beers. I, you know, it's okay to if you drink if you're on the highway. You know, drinking beers is fine. You know, totally. you, you could see everything coming. If you're going to get pulled over, you have to throw the beers back in the cooler. I mean, you know, it's totally not? different than like doing it in a grade school parking lot. Yeah, if you want to do anything bad in the car, wait till you get on the highway. <laughs> that's what I say. Yeah. It's, like, it's like soda with a kick. That's my flawed logic. On side streets, that's when you're going to get nailed, like sipping out of a beer. You know, if you get on the highway, just keep that stuff down and. 
call it a day. And plus, when, once you have like a bunch of beers in you, you don't really give a shit anymore. <laughs> No. Which is the great part about driving home from like Philly or Atlantic City. Like one time I was in Ryan's car on the way home from Atlantic City. I brought a bunch of beers with me. He's I like, think, what are you doing? I'm like, shut up. I think we may have committed more crimes than Revenge of the Nerds <laughs> <laughs> so far in this one show. <laughs> There's been blasphemy. <laughs> yeah, I call Disrespect some, of the dead. I just dis- disrespected Asian people just now accidentally. Oh, by the way. Oh, are you- I did it for shock value. I apologize. Are you going to Atlantic City for... Uh- your uh, new brother-in-law's... Uh, Why, did you get an email, too? Yeah. I didn't respond to it yet, though. But Yeah, I'm going. I have to. You have to go. Yeah, I want to go, though. I know. And now you want me to go, right? Well, yeah. Yeah. I, yeah. But um, the thing is, <clears throat> I get all these free hotel rooms for Atlantic City, but they're only on Wednesdays and Thursdays and Tuesdays and stuff. Right. Of course. And now, so they want to get some crazy hotel that's not in the casino, and it's like, you know, probably 300 bucks. You should go and split a room with me. Yeah. You big homo. We could have some. Oh of my that. god! We could have. What's wrong of, with you today? We could have some of that sex. Yeah, we could have some of that. You, me and you. <laughs> yeah, I'll have sex with you. All right, I'm, hey, I'm down. All right, I might as well go. You, you two want to chime the rest of us in here in our entire listening? What, what, what do you? What? I'm not attracted to you, Brian. <laughs> you're going, you're going, well, you should be. So you're don't going, try and weasel your way in. Right? It takes time. Wh- where are you going in AC for what? Well, all right, I. I uh, Nobody knows what you're talking. Brian, I know Brian. what they're talking about. No, it's a bachelor party. It's I, yeah. So I hate bachelor. What parties. I wanted to say is, on fr- he's it's on a Friday or Saturday, and the hotels are like uh, you know three times the price. Okay, now we right. get it. You're going for a bachelor party, right? Okay. The thing is, I is I don't like bachelor parties, Apparently. and I especially don't like them when I know that I'm only going to know like one or two people there. And uh, I've been to too many of those, especially when it's going to be one or two people I know there, and it's going to be in Atlantic City. And then it always turns into a complete disaster for me. But uh, I don't know. If if we go, I'm just going to play poker the whole time. Okay? Okay. Okay? Yeah. All right. Now now it's clear. Now I got it. That's it. Yeah, you know, I don't know how much running around with, like, you know, a bachelor party I feel like doing. I don't want to go to any strip bar. Running around? Especially... And Atlantic City, they don't have nudity at any strip bars. But what? No. what? No, not anymore. Yeah. What are you talking about? I swear to, to you. You have to go to true. Philly for that. That's why. That's another good thing about Philly. This is a lie that joint. you told your wife and you're just <laughs> right. trying to keep it up. There's no gambling or oh, strippers, yeah. honey. Dude, Yahoo that shit right now. Oh, oh yeah. I, be- I believe you. I'm just yeah. shocked. It's They don't have it at all. And uh, He's winking. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. I forgot yeah, about that. No, yeah, I'm he's not, right. I'm not, this he's is, right. I'm not putting up a front so John doesn't get in trouble, but... I, did, I had no I'm, idea. I have no desire to go to a strip club. I, yeah. If there's no nudity in the strip club, then it's no go. longer a strip club. It's just right. weird. You sit there with it's a bunch of other guys. It's a go-go club. joint. Right. It's an exotic club. That's Why don't you sit it. down and all watch a porno together? Like, <laughs> yeah, exactly. I'm just not interested in it. It's it's kind of gross. I'm not interested in strip clubs to begin with. Oh, I don't even want right. to go for like the, I for already, the camp factor. I already pay women to be nice to me in my personal life. Right, I, and I don't want to go... So there's no fantasy element there for me. I don't want to go clubbing. You know, I don't want to do that. That's just that's just silly. Right. And the only thing that attracts me to going is pizza and uh, cheesesteaks and that White House place you go to. And, the and White poker. House sub place. Right, well, see, yeah. see who's playing a concert there. I actually saw Joe Walsh. Oh, yeah, that's a good great. idea. See who's playing. Otherwise, Atlantic yeah. City is oh, like, I, it's hot whipped cream on shit. Dude, you, right. you belong on this show. Thank you for... That's a great idea. <laughs> Well, you got to, uh, you know, me and Ryan play poker. So if you don't 
play poker or gamble. And I don't, so there's nothing for me to do. I'm not into gambling if it's not poker because, I mean, I lose all my money. Right. And that sucks. You, you, what, roulette's fine. I know how to play roulette. Yeah, it's not fine. I lose all my money. I, I won. I broke even on that one. Oh, once. The, you played it once. Once. Yeah. And the, and the next 10 times, you're going to lose all your money. That's how the Atlantic City works. Gamble. Gamble. Sure you're from New Jersey? Won't find me an AC. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, you know, I don't know. It's not about us, though. It's about the guy who's his bachelor party. It is. So we kind of got to... Who, who's getting married? Um, My sister-in-law. Oh, okay. Getting married to a nice guy named Jordan. He's a good dude. He, he got my plane off the ground from right. D.C. to uh to Kentucky. Congratulations. And the wedding is going to be on uh, New Year's Eve. New Year's Eve. That's Why would anyone do that? I like it. Okay. I like I like it. You're probably right. No disrespect. I, I like it only really because like. I'm off that day and I don't have to take <laughs> off. It just ha- so happens yeah. that it's my regular day off. Well, John, guess what? Sucks to not go to Pat's party. Right. I, I'm off on Fridays. Right. <laughs> it's okay. Now I get to go out. Yeah. <laughs> so I'm glad I don't have to take a day off because I'm, I'm running out of days here. Like yeah. a, I'm going through them like a sieve. Now I only have to get a four-foot sandwich. I think I got to get it. <laughs> I think I have to get a tuxedo for this thing. Isn't it uh, black tie? What? The bachelor party? No, you're, you're the wedding. Your sister-in-law's wedding. Tuxedo? Yeah. Oh, I don't, Jesus Christ. Colette, get out here and talk to me about this. <laughs> Is it? I, I guess New I Year's I got to start looking into this. Listen, that's easy to put together a fake tuxedo. I can show you how to do it. I got the components inside. <laughs> okay, Tommy, Tommy can scream for yeah, a new one. Construction yeah. paper, paper uh, bow tie. And, yeah, we're going to look like two doormen I gotta or get uh, ushers. Porn. I got a yeah. I got I got all that stuff. I got like just to get a black jacket, black pants, and a white dress shirt, and then you. I have a couple clip-on bow ties we could use. Wow! I'll set you up. I'm in. Make your own tuxedo at my house. Where <laughs> <laughs> so where your pope hat? The pope's in town. Uh, you're the pope's in town. <laughs> he is. Uh, did you guys- got any news about that pope, John? <laughs> oh, oh, did, did you hear the pope? And the, the, this is real. The pope. Has a this really happened. This, this, is in the papers. this is true. Did you see this? This was in the papers. This, the Pope. This is true. The Pope has a record come, a, a prog rock record coming out in two months. Come on. No, for real. You're putting me on. No, I am not, sir. You're setting something up. Nope. What do you mean? He's got a prog rock he, record. <laughs> look it up. You're in front of the, that electronic. No, I, I'm not allowed to look things up. Oh, the no. whole radio show will fall apart. Someone else has to. Do it. <laughs> of course. Uh, oh, we got Colette. Uh, hey, Colette. Black tie optional. Hi, Colette. Guess what option where everyone's picking? Colette, get out of here and uh, get this whiskey away from me. I've already said Chinaman and Homo. <laughs> Miss, Mrs. Houlihan. The whole, the whole audience is turning on me. <clears throat> no, no hookers. Gross, man. Listen, I, I'm, you, you know why, you know why I'm sa- you're safe from uh, me having sex with a hooker? is because I don't want to spend any money. <laughs> it's the cheapskate fact. I'd rather spend it on poker. Oh, stop. With the eggs and the gross. Before you go, take a sip of this. No, I've never seen it in my life. Well, I, have a, I have a tape of the Pope's band here. Is this the, the new Pope record? Mark it's going to be Latest Flame's final release. <laughs> You're going <laughs> to... Hey, turn your radio down, sir. Can you turn your radio up? Sir? Sir? Hi. Hello? Hey, hey, this is the Pope. Is this the Pope? <laughs> this is the Pope. No, uh, okay. Now you're talking about me on my son, you sure? Oh. <laughs> Hello, Pope Francis. How are you? Hey, I am good. I hang out with uh, 
Subway Pizza Act. Now, you should be at Madison Square Garden right now. Where are you? I'm in the Pobemobile. There's no Pobemobile. You have a Fiat. You have a... Maybe you talk about my man. Do you have a cell phone in the in the Fiat, a car phone, fax machine? Do you have a landline? Hey, uh, Pope, you know you're uh, from Argentina and not Italy. Correction. Actually, he's from... Well, she's from Italy. He moved to Argentina. First the pizza contest, now this. All right, Pope, I know you're very busy. Uh, I'll let you go. <laughs> Thank you for calling in. <laughs> Thanks for being so inclusive, Pope. Hey, Thanks. Pope, you going to come in and uh, you going to bring beers uh, to the poker game or what? I mean, my pop is Christian. He bring wine. <laughs> okay, he's gonna bring wine. <laughs> don't bring a glass. That I got every- a guy. I got a wine guy. Got a- he's got a wine guy. Uh, don't bring the glass that everyone else in the church has drank out of. That's yeah, and, disgusting. And don't turn well, it into no, the blood of Christ. Right. All right. All right, Pope. Uh, well, you have a good time and uh, enjoy your stay in New York City, sir. Hello, Mister Pope. You ain't up on the Pope. I didn't hang up on you. <laughs> <laughs> I would never hang you up on His Holiness. You can't hang up on His Holiness. Oh, I my day. <laughs> the Pope is currently holding our lines hostage, ladies and gentlemen. Toby's on the chat box saying, maybe call in from a landline next time, Your Holiness. <laughs> <laughs> Listen, the guy's in a bulletproof case. How good could the connection be? Yeah, what you think? I'm in here with the popcorn. <laughs> Hey, hey, Pope! I have a request. Can you can you please be- bless the New York Mets in their quest for the World Series? Amen. I'm sorry, no, I think even God cannot do it. Right. <laughs> exactly. Pope, did you just say the Pope Mobile is a popcorn maker? <laughs> yeah, we got the popcorn in here. <laughs> so, oh, it's popcorn. I, I thought that's what you said. Your whole popcorn. Popcorn. We have the popcorn. You know it's the popcorn machine. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Hey. Hey. Oh, sorry, Pope. Take, I didn't mean to take the Lord's name in vain. Just oh, hey! That's right. Francis, we're sorry. Right. <laughs> Mike, you know, everything's working fine. The, the Pope, uh, the, the gate on the compressor is really grabbing the Pope. Yeah. <laughs> the Pope's got the run of the country. <laughs> yeah. Pope, I, I can't wait to hear your new prog rock album. Look, Really looking forward oh, to it. Oh, yeah. Me and the Toe Boys. We get a copy, son. Right. <laughs> anyone understand what he said? No, idea. no, no idea. But just, just yes and a death. He's the Pope. All right, Mr. Pope. Thank you very much, His Holiness. And uh, we'll... okay, I got, I got important got stuff to do. Bye. Right. Bye. See you, Frank. <laughs> right, see yeah. you later, Frankie. There's yeah. the Pope. Yeah, get, get, get your ass into the garden, Francis. <laughs> the Pope. He's like, oh, we didn't ask him for a station ID. No. Hola. Oh. Oh. It is El Popa. And you are Escucha para live para para el barrage. Hey, Walsh, every time you hear the Pope's name, do you think of Francis from Pee Wee's Big Adventure? Every time you hear the Pope's name, take a drink. Take a drink. (laughs) Francis. Yeah, I mean, uh, it's Pope fucking overload here in in New York City. Every... Every channel you turn on is a pope. He's taking over the town. He's taking. He's like the Stay Puff Marshmallow. Man. <laughs> yeah, you guys didn't have to cross the island of Manhattan to get here like I did. That was, you know, I felt like Snake from Escape from New York. It was terrible. Oh, what'd you What'd you have to do? You're already complaining about the commute. I see. That wouldn't be a bitch, but we have the Pope in town, and he has every right to be in town. We like him in town. It's just I couldn't get to Queens. Oh, so you took the path train. 
I took the Pat. That was train. a mess. And then no, you, the Pat train was and, was gorgeous as always. You, Pat train was mint. You took the subway to Woodside. I took the subway to uh, to yeah to Walsh's neighborhood. And that Woodside. was a huge mess. That was a huge mess. And no, the station. You know, it was a mess. Um, getting from the path to the subway. Oh, excuse me. Sorry. Just wow. like, that's what it was like. Our burps are in sync. That's <laughs> what you, it was that like. was you too. Yeah. Wow, amazing. But I didn't have <laughs> like, the effects on it. Your periods have aligned. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. That happened years ago. All right, shows off the rails. <laughs> I'm gonna have some more bourbon. Good, Good idea. I drink to the Pope. I like this Pope and his progressive things. I I hate people shooting him down all the time, saying that uh, you know what? Uh, why don't you take care of the the, the pedophile? Yeah. Well, we'll get it. We'll get to it. Right. One one thing at a time. Yeah. All right. He's already came right out after the last pope was like, uh, you know, Alex Jones, yeah. and he's like, hey, <laughs> he's listen, like the dark side. To, hey, uh, rich people and uh, conservatives and Christians, take care of the poor. Do this, do that. He he over he fucking unloaded on everybody. Guys, like, guys, been there like eight months. He's trying to undo two thousand years. Two thousand years. It's nonsense. Lar- it's largely positive and it's great. One thing I wish he'd respect is women's rights a little women's reproductive rights right what has he more. said about that but i think he's didn't he say the other day have an abortion if you want i don't care i thought <laughs> he was throwing rubbish from the pope <laughs> i think yeah, the, a... the pope's performing abortions in the pope mobile <laughs> in front of madison square garden the pope, the pope was handing out nyc condoms in jackson heights <laughs> <laughs> i couldn't believe it the abortion lube. yeah oh he's got goodness. one of those like medical buses in front of the garden oh, he's oh, I just died he's the actually performing movie. abortions uh, himself Oh God, the Pope! But, yeah, I know, I know. I forget the abortion. <laughs> but getting back to him, he, sorry, I stepped. You away. got yeah, but you got to see him do it. He just waves his hand over your belly. Yeah, and then all of a sudden your baby's dead. <laughs> oh, He's man. gone to heaven. Tragic. He's largely positive outside of that. <laughs> this is the best Pope El ever. El bambino es muerte. It's eight thirty-seven. <laughs> <laughs> oh my goodness! Yeah, it's place fucking is going horrible. Up, going up in flames. <laughs> Yeah, horrible I mean, imagination. This guy's doing, Boom. you know, this guy's uh, to the left of uh, the president. Yeah. Like he's, he's, he's like Bernie Sanders. It's like, all right, calm down. <laughs> so Boner quit. Yeah, because of the Pope. Yeah. Because of the Pope. But what, well, what, what did the Pope whisper in his ear? He's like, hey, it's not so nice. You ought to have a bit of piece of shit. <laughs> <laughs> you got to quit. <laughs> You're out. Nobody yeah. likes you. Yeah, the reason here is Boehner gets uh, pushed out by the rest of the Republican oh, Party. Who's, yeah, they're saying it wasn't the Pope. It was the, his party. No, well, they don't like the Pope. So, no, they went. Here's the deal. Who doesn't like the Pope? Boehner, a lot of people, a lot of conservatives hate the Pope because he's uh, blowing the whole lid off. Hey, uh, Jesus didn't say that, buddy. You better fucking relax. Right, right. Fucking cool it, fellas. So, uh, no, Boehner, uh, you know, they're going to shut down the government again. He doesn't want to, and he was actually trying to stop it. Not that he's a hero or anything by any stretch of the imagination, but he's like, come on, dudes, let's not do that. Oh! Well, we're watching the Mets here. That's what Who that was, was that? about. Darno. Darno, Darno just got pl- plunked right in the shoulder. He didn't even fucking flinch. He didn't right. flinch. He ran straight to first base. He didn't even make a move. Right. Brilliant. For those listening, we're watching the Mets on the TV here, uh, and Dern, uh, well, our, our batter, Dano, just took one in the shoulder. Nice move, kid. I like I, that. I would be Don't even acknowledge crying it. right now. I'd be crying my eyes out. So ba- uh, he's, not, he's not Flores. Come on. So Boner, uh, Stabone, gets uh, pushed out because these guys don't think he's right-wing enough. He, they want to attach the Planned Parenthood thing to any uh, you know budget that is bill, just plain evil. Which is crazy, because right. then th- that'll give him an excuse to shut everything down. Stop the crazy. And he's like, no, let's not do that. And they're like, well, I think we, you know, it's time for you to go. And now they're going to put in, like, uh, you know, fucking... Peter King. Oh, man, that guy. It, oh, jeez. Now, they're probably going to put in this other dude uh, from California. 
I forget his name, McCarthy or something like that. Yeah. Schwarzenegger. A Republican no. from California? That's right. That's right. <laughs> Southern California. I don't believe it. It, it. Just the whole shutting down the government thing, and this has been said before, and it's an understatement, it's basically the ultimate spoiler brought version of flipping the, game, the board game over. This guy's going to make Boner look like Jimmy Carter's. Right. Yeah. Believe me. And everyone's Take, like celebrating. This is like, what I'm trying to explain to Tommy Rockstar on the internet, because he's a, you know, he doesn't read the article, he just... Goes, yay, Boner's gone. I'm like, listen, dude, this is not good. Yeah, Sorry, he's your newsman. But he won't. Right. When he, yeah, when he gets here, I'm gonna, I'm gonna kind of argue with him because he won't admit. Like, you know, I, you know, something, I, I hadn't thought of that. You're uh, right. The ultimate but ramifications no. of it, correct? Just like, keep who, backpedaling who's... into another, into another argument. Right. Who's next? That you know, it could be even worse. Yeah. So, of course, it could be worse. <sighs> so, but it might backfire on them in that. It gets worse, and then everyone says, you know, well, we had it with this shutting down the government bullshit. Right. Well, we, it's, uh, why damn it? I think it's treason. Like, I don't like the way this game is going. I'm going to flip the table over. Meh. That's what basically a government shutdown is doing. Well, yeah. who, who does it benefit? Uh, Neutron's it's, it's, on there saying Orange County is about as conservative as it gets. It's like West Texas. It was a joke. But you know what? <laughs> remember, remember Reagan? McCarthy. Remember that, dude? Get McCarthy in there and blow out those commie bastards. <laughs> We're, conservatives are Sit fine. the polls. <laughs> Be conservative. This is why this country's great. Be conservative <laughs> if you want. Okay. <laughs> but I, I happen not to be. What was that? But we're not, we're not going against Oh, you weren't right after him. Oh, double God. play. Wow. Yeah. Good answer. Oh, they're, they're talking about Mets again. It's Good slide. Good slide. Didn't work, but yeah. No, just no I'm telling you, it's the same thing in, in, in New York State. People think New York's this bastion of uh, you know, liberalism, and uh, right. upstate New York is pretty conservative. If they don't want them. Us messing with the guns, they, it's all country, you know. Yeah, we've they're not fucking it, around. We've said it before. You don't have to drive more than two hours to feel like you're in Texas. Right. Uh-huh. right? No. We went to a fucking rodeo. <laughs> you, we, we did, did that. We went to a rodeo like two hours away. <laughs> what a disaster that was. Uh, a fucking rodeo. It was all dusty and people. People have, have Confederate flags and shit on their cars up there. Did they have beer? Yeah. All right, it's fine. It was fine. I sat there and drank beer and watched the rodeo. There you go. Watch these idiots fall off a horse. <laughs> hey, have you ever have you ever did a rodeo? I got this great sport. It's called Let's Fall Off a Fucking Horse. Yeah, because we're idiots. Get your balls stepped on. Right. <laughs> Stupid assholes. <laughs> here's, a, here's another here's another event we can have. Get crushed by a bull. Yeah, well, they're mean to that bull, man. They stab him, and yeah. I believe at least what I they? don't think they do that in like this country. Do they? They, they burn their nads. What do they do? To them? <laughs> yeah, that's that's exactly it. <laughs> we come had in, come here, you New York bull. We're gonna burn remember, your nads. Uh, right? <laughs> really hurt their feelings. We had it. There was a rodeo. We're kill you, color. There red. was an illegal rodeo in Put Long Island in City about fifteen years ago. <laughs> in, out in a barge on, on Northern Boulevard in a in a in an abandoned lot. <laughs> And the bull escaped and was running down Northern Boulevard. Jesus. The yeah. running of the bull. Uh, what, are, you, are you making a joke? No, I, this no, really happened. We're going to have the running of the it's bull. Like in the paper. This is my favorite story. I could only get one. <laughs> I don't talk like that. Stop it. <laughs> you. This is a real story. This is no, true. I'm, this is really I'm, I'm playing the character of the organizer of the event. <laughs> okay, I got Listen, I got a bull. Let's run them. That's what I say. What the fuck else are we going to do? The cops actually shot the bull dead. The meat's no good. Let's run them. Yeah, that's why we, that's we what happens around here. We need to leave that shit to, to Texans, <laughs> where they have the clowns that know how to control the bulls. <laughs> Those are the real athletes. We, don't, we, we, have, we, have, re, we have real clowns here. Arson Smith. Uh, Not cowboy clowns. Would you go see Illegal Rodeo in all caps? <laughs> I think I might. Illegal, illegal Rodeo with the Pope, the Pope abortion mobile outside? Yeah. 
Call in 718-577-2716 if you have an opinion on rodeos, John Boehner, or uh, Bas- Basil Hayden. Or, or, or give us your thoughts on the abortion mobile. I'm, I'm, like, I'm liking the, uh, the, 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 the Pope Mobile popcorn maker. Is, <laughs> <laughs> Excuse, you said it wrong. If, if we came up with this it's last week, corn. I'm convinced I could have called popcorn. China. Popcorn. We could have got this into attention. production. <laughs> Andy Chernoff. You guys don't have the permits for this rodeo. You ready your mind? Andy Chernoff, get here. Hour one, we're already a fucking disaster. Right. Well, I'm going to play a bunch of, you know, Andy Chernoff's coming in at nine o'clock, and I have a bunch of his music to play. He's got a bunch of new music. Of course, he founded the Dictators. He was the bass player, and he wrote almost all the songs. He founded it. Yes, he founded it. They're a New York band. Of course, uh, you know, people who listen to this show regularly know I've had my Facebook differences with handsome Dick, Dick Manitoba. Manitoba. Mm-hmm. Uh, so is Andy. Yeah. Well, I'm going to ask him about that. That's my question, bald prick. Tell you. Thank you. Give me some more of that bourbon. I'm feeling mean. Yeah. Shit's making me mean. Yeah, have some. Yeah, I feel like I'm in a legal rodeo. Where's your no, shit? I'm good. I got to stop. I can't oh, drink anymore. Hey, if can't. you're just tuning in, Ryan has brought us Basil Hayden's, which is the best bourbon. This guy's got the, a voice for radio, man. Yeah. So, you're, you're good at this. Th- well, well, thanks, Ryan. <laughs> that is really good. Thank you, Ryan. That's, yeah, Ryan. that's delicious. You're all right. I'm Ryan. trying to be nice, and I'm getting facetiously... Yeah put in the corner here that's nobody not, that's not true mm. okay. that's not true i appreciate you wow when basil hayden senior began distilling his smooth bourbon here in 1796 kentucky was but four years old and george washington was president i know of a farm on lancashire <laughs> oh, does john not have the most sultry radio voice like, i'm questioning myself here and he's like, oh my god farmer jack <laughs> oh speaking of a john. farm in uh, lincolnshire kentucky basil hayden makes the finest bourbon God damn it. <laughs> Fuck shit. Country goodness and green penis. Mm-hmm. Who is that? Who are you anyway? It's my least favorite Outlaws song. I'm not used <laughs> to having more than one person in there. One more word from you and you go. Artfully aged Basil right. Hayden's Kentucky right. Straight Bourbon Whiskey. This is a lot of shit. I, here. Wouldn't, I wouldn't direct a for ba- Shakespearean actor. This is a load of shit. You know that, don't you? What is a gonk from outside? Right. What pray tell is a gonk? As, as served in the abortion movie. I wouldn't uh, direct any living action in Shakespeare. You show me how to emphasize <laughs> in and in July and I'll go, go down, down on you. you. <laughs> Conan Neutral saying, what is this, Dune? Yeah. <laughs> it's a very, you know, this is this show is kind of a, it's hey. just a, uh, what do you call that, a free association, Um, you know, what do you call that kind of writing? Finnegan's wake of shows right here. Stream of, stream of consciousness. Stream of consciousness of his. Yeah, I have two things to say. Number one, Conan, don't don't you dare front on Dune. And number two, our guest of honor is here. I have to go get him. Bear back. All, right, all right. All right. Let's, Let's play a, a break, couple take songs and yeah. take a quick the break. Punk. Yeah, the Pope of Punk is yeah, here. Yeah, we'll say warm, hello to up. Andy uh, Chernoff. And here's Andy Chernoff with, and Lydia Lunch with their new song, Good Night to Say Goodbye. All right, this is Billy Bragg, and you're listening to Live from the Barrage. Oh, it's a good night to say goodbye. And it feels so right to make you cry. It was never meant to be a whiny bitch and a dick like me. It's a good, good night. Say goodbye. You know what? You can call me anything you want. Because your words no longer matter to me, and neither do you. 
Quite frankly, I don't give a shit what you say. I can't wait to get the fuck out of here. I hope you die in your sleep. I'll have a laugh while your mother weeps. Oh, it's a good night. Because I am a violent woman and I will hurt you. As a matter of fact, even your parents are safe, you know that? You're going to be lucky if you live to see the morning, darling. Because quite frankly, I'm ready to murder you. Yeah, I fucking hate you! I'll dance on your grave. On mine. Spit, you're lucky I haven't stabbed you in the eye. To end this nightmare would be divine. The only thing divine about you is my presence that you've rubbed up against. Love's a bitter memory that took a toll on you and me. It's a good night to say goodbye. zombie Jew He's really pissed At the unmarried fornicators The stem cell crusaders And the butthole invaders So the towers fell And the earth did quake Vengeance. America prepare for your fate Cause when the trumpets sound He will astound Watch the rivers turn to blood The sinners cry The dead will rise Judgment day has come Are you ready to rapture The savior that you spurned Loves you forever But the unbelievers must burn When the zombie Jew returns The Jewish zombie Had a virgin for a mommy He's so confused Life's a mess When you got two daddies And you think you're blessed So he died for your sins Get back for your brains Guilt trip until we're all insane He needs your money, he reads your mind from this deep park in the sky. Are you ready to rapture or save? 
Zombie to return 
All right, that's Streamin' by Andy Chernoff, and uh, that's obviously a cover of a Dreamin' by Blondie, correct? Hello, Andy, how are you? It's not a cover. <laughs> not a cover. It's a parody, it's sort a, of. It's a, a Weird Al parody. <laughs> <laughs> you've taken this pop song and uh, you've changed the lyrics to uh, uh, talk about streaming music. Um, try, just try to be timely. Okay. <laughs> and uh, just quickly before that, are you ready uh, to Rapture? Also by Andy, and then Good Night to, good night to Say Goodbye with Lydia Lunch. It was a duet. Yeah, a duelette. A duelette, as we called it. <laughs> and, and, and how cool is that? Have you have you known Lydia for a while? I never met her. Before. No, of course. Yeah, I knew I her mean, when she first came to New York City. Okay, she was like a fifteen year old. Since girl. the whole teenage Jesus and the jerks. Yeah, I mean, I, I wasn't always friendly with her, and um, I had written this song, and I thought I want to make the meanest breakup song ever. Wow. And I needed a woman. Lydia, Lydia Lunch. <laughs> Lydia Lunch, ladies and gentlemen. I need a woman. <laughs> Teenage Jesus. So uh, I watched the video. The video's hilarious. It, Thank really you. good yeah. video. Yeah, we had fun. And she was perfect. She actually notched it up uh, a few degrees. I had to make my lyrics even meaner than okay. I had. I read that. Yeah, but <laughs> she was killing you, and you were like, all right, well, I have to match that. Yeah, you know, if you bring a performance artist into the fold, you know she's going to bring her A game. Yeah. So. Heads up. And also, she's on fire right now because she has her retrovirus band with Bob Burt. That's true. So, yeah. True. This, this, Correct. This lady's on fire. I thought actually, that was a performance art thing. I thought she was literally on fire. <laughs> she, oh, boy. Actually, she's going to uh, Columbia uh, next week. International. And then she's going wow. to Europe. She's actually, yeah, she was in Australia. She's like a uh, worldwide phenomenon. You think you can get her in here, Andy? <laughs> um... I can ask. We, uh, <laughs> I don't know if we can handle. Maybe she, we should have her call in. She, Welcome yeah, back. Call. I don't know if we should have her in. in Welcome in back studio. to Live from the Barrage. David Wright just got plunked, by the way. We're talking to Andy Chernoff, uh, uh, the founding member of the Dictators, bass player. Uh, Andy, is it fair to say you've written uh, most of those songs? I wrote about 98%, I guess. Right. And so we're, we're happy to talk to you. Thank you so much for being here. We really, This is a treat for us. Yeah, Queens thanks, native, Andy. Mets fan. Yes, Queens, the borough of rock. And we're, we're really happy to have you in. Thanks for Thanks. doing this. Well, Thanks for having me. I hope the wine's okay. Is it acceptable? I know. You, all right. No comment. <laughs> uh, Andy, actually, could you, could you correct us? I kid. I kid. Give that man more whiskey. <laughs> can, you, can you correct us on something, Andy? What do you call an expert of wine? An, 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 a what? Enophile. Enophile. Oh, that's easy. E. It's pronounced with an E. Yes. Enophile. Spelt with an O, pronounced with an E. Silent O. Yes. Enophile. Have you written books on this subject? Uh, I did some articles a long time ago. I've been out of the business for about five years. But it's taken you around the world, right? It's taken me around the world. It's been great adventures. Actually, I'm going to work. Great adventures. I'm, I'm going to work on Sunday for a, for a, for a friend's tasting. But otherwise, I'm pretty much uh, yeah, out of the business. I, okay. well, it, was, it was great. Great experience. Though. We have a tasting for you a little bit later, but we'll, we'll, <laughs> we'll get to that. Okay. Yeah. Okay. A blind this, tasting? Blind yeah. tasting. I can handle that. Mm -hmm. All right. Nice. And so uh, with the three songs we just played... Um, can you explain? Can you talk about them a little bit? The the um, streaming song. I, w I wanted to kind of get your opinion on uh, w what you think of streaming music and how no one could buy. As I'm listening to the lyrics, I realize that you know no one buys a physical copy of an album anymore, and there's you know it's all streaming stuff, and the musicians aren't get paid. Do you have a strong opinion on that? I'm pro streaming. Pro streaming. Yes, nice. Absolutely. So pro so streaming. I, I cool. think uh, the barn doors open, the animals have walked out, and you're not going to get them back into the barn. Right. So, uh, the future of streaming, uh, I know I have all my albums in a closet, 
I haven't touched them in years, and I wouldn't want to go through what it takes to play vinyl, putting on a vinyl, and you know, flipping it over after 15 minutes when I could just look on my phone and click, 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 and hear any song I want to hear. My whole record collection basically is in in my phone. Right. That's how we listen to music. Uh, also, yeah. it's a great way to have people who haven't heard your music before to hear your music, right? I believe that it has helped my career, actually. Great. Right. And so, I, also, I also, let me just make one of the Yeah, go ahead. People are complaining. Oh, I don't make money anymore. Blah, blah. It's only because something like 10, 20 million people, in, I think it's maybe 10 million people in America are signed up to Spotify. Once you get hundreds of millions of people around the world paying for streaming... Then you're going to see money. And also, it could be you're not making money because nobody's listening. Right. <laughs> <laughs> you know, I agree with you. I kind of think that the, the genie's out of the bottle, like you say, and that's, uh, the, you know, there's, the, the, there's been a shift in, in the industry. And, you know, people whine and complain about it. It's just like kind of, hey, you know, you just, you're going to have to adapt or uh, get left behind. Right. Also, well, yeah, I mean, I, I talk about all this in, in, in lyrics. Um, I mean, just, you know, some are bitter and some have rage, but... Uh, you know, it's not like the good old days anymore. Right. Get, getting people to pay for streaming, that's a whole other can of worms, yeah. too. They will pay. They will pay because what's $10 a month? I'm not paying have- that shit. <laughs> <laughs> you forget about my upbringing? <laughs> I'm just listening to my, oh, what, what are you oh. saying? Are you saying you're cheap because you're Jewish, Brian? That's no, not no. You know, Andy, he's I thrifty. think is Jewish. He's thrifty because he's Scottish. <laughs> right. <laughs> oh, man. <laughs> that is true. You know, we're allowed to make fun of the Scottish, I believe, so they're very cheap. They're on the list. (laughs) I think we're down to, like, Scottish and Greeks. And And Italians, yeah. (laughs) And Irish sometimes. (laughs) So is anybody listening to this uh, podcast? Oh, yeah. We are. We are. The 470 people. That's five people. Okay. (laughs) Yeah. Lots of people listening. Thank you for doing this. Thank you for coming. Did you drive here? I did drive here. Oh, my my word. Yeah. but But you're close by. I'm in Brooklyn now. I I grew up, as we, we mentioned when I came in, I grew up in this area. Uh, but I live in Brooklyn now. And what was Where it like growing up in Jackson Heights? Oh. Jackson Heights? Jackson home Heights. of Don Rickles also. Home of Don Rickles. He went to my synagogue. I went to elementary school with Johnny Thunders. Um, it was fantastic. Did you know Johnny Thunders when you guys were in elementary school? Or you yes. Just, yep. We were not in the same class. I wasn't buddy-buddy with him, but we were in the schoolyard together. Was he a theater kid? Theater kid? No, it was all about sports. It was sports. all about oh, yeah? sports until yeah. the Beatles. Then right. That the changed Beatles. Cool. Yeah. Oh, so you were, in, you were in grammar school when the Beatles came along? Yes. Were no. you at Shea? No. No. No, I was. He was there for the Mets game the day before. It's <laughs> <laughs> like, fuck the Beatles. No. I, went, I thought, the, I thought the, they were playing the polo grounds. So I, right. Johnny Thunder's actually, uh, you could walk to his grave from here. He's buried in St. Mary's Cemetery, which is. Uh, open, yeah. yeah, I think Jerry Nolan's there also, right? LA, yeah, uh-huh. uh, yeah. Yeah. The yeah. LA Service Road and like uh, Booth Memorial in between those two roads and 162nd right. Street or something like that. Yeah. So we're going to do that later during the show. We're all going to walk down there. <laughs> yeah. Take the mobile unit. It's going to be a YouTube special. We're, we're going to sing. Uh, you know, we're going to sing the entire Soul Alone album while we're while we're there. So, Andy, thank you. When you were, when you were growing up, uh, who do, who do you think is the? I really want. This is like the question I really I'm dying to know. Who do you think is the first punk rock band in your opinion? You could say it's you. It's fine. No. Um, <laughs> to reiterate, who inspired you? Interesting that you guys are asking me these these questions now. I am currently writing liner notes to uh, a reissue of the first Dictator record for Sony Records. 
and I uh, cover these topics. So hmm. you're gonna have to buy the record for oh, now. Okay, <laughs> okay, fine. Is um, that, on, is that okay. gonna be on Spotify? Could, could we get? Yeah, could we get a preview? Can I give you the money it will now? Be on Spotify, but um, certain things will only be on vinyl or the CD. Okay. Okay. Anyway, first punk rocker. Every rock and roll. Every great rock artist has a bit of punk in them. Elvis Presley. He, he you know, thumbed his nose of the world, did what he wants. Wore leather pants, you know. Shook his hips on on TV before he was supposed to do, to do that. Right. Chuck Berry. The Beatles were punks. Rolling Stones were punks. The Who were punks. Now, Who were certainly punks. And right. I don't mean to cut you off. I just want to tell our yes, listeners. No, no. I want to tell our listeners that Andy's first record came out in 1975. Wow. Okay. That's the year I was born, so, okay. and I'm 40. Yeah. So, so the, the, uh, this is what we're talking. Yeah. So Sorry. Stoney is going to release the rec- re-release the record for the 40th anniversary. And uh, then, of course, Dictators. We were influenced by Stooges, MC5, Lenny K's Nuggets, who was around, Alice Cooper was around, The Who. All these bands with an attitude, playing a little fast, hard riffs, uh, all influenced my music, particularly on the first record. So, um, you know... Stooges were before us, and five were they punk? I don't know. Were, were dictators punk? I don't know. We were before the Ramones. All I know is the Ramones certainly defined the punk rock sound. Right. Once, that, once the Ramones released their record, every band in England was basically <laughs> copying the Ramones. Right. The downstrokes, the three minute song, same kind of chord changes. Uh-huh. Were they, are they, were they locally speaking, were they from Forest Hills? Not far from you guys. Were, no. you, guys, were you guys friends? Were you guys part of the no. same scene? No, I didn't. I was not friends with them. But we're going I, back like early before records came out. I mean, yeah, when they, they had vi- they had uh, cylinders, wax cylinders. <laughs> you vinyl. mean before Ramones records came out, not actual records? Oh, oh okay. Like, yeah, I was up, like, <laughs> but, wow, Brian Musikoff's timeline is way off. He right, thinks records on, came out in 1960. It's all on player piano. So, what? scroll. Were you guys already playing out and stuff when the Ramones came on the scene? Yeah, we used to be a club called the Coventry on Queens Boulevard around uh, 48th Street or so. And Joe Ramone was in our audience almost every show. And here's this guy. He's like six foot six, wearing platforms, satin. <laughs> he looked He looked like the biggest, nerdiest guy. I like he liked to try to make himself taller than he actually is. He did. I mean, he nuts. did. He was, and, he used to, and he used to hitchhike on Queens from Forest Hills, Queens Boulevard, down Queens Boulevard down to Sunnyside. Oh, told not to pick up hitchhikers. Yeah, yeah. Well, I think he got beat up. He was a guy who looked like he got beat up in high school because he was a guy who got beat up in high school. <laughs> so that's when I first was hanging around him. Uh, and then I saw, I was walking around the village one day and I saw a poster, the Ramones playing CBGBs. Now, I had been to CBGBs once before to see Patti Smith. And I said, wow, that's that guy in our audience. This guy has a band. This guy is not the guy who's supposed to have a band. He was the exact opposite of the New York Dolls or the Who or the Small Faces or the Faces or, you know, the look of a rock and roll star. Mm-hmm. So, uh, I went down there with uh, Scott Kempner from the Dictators, and uh, there were about 10 or 15 people in the audience of CBGBs, and the opening band was Blondie, and Blondie was not great. I thought they were like the band least likely to succeed in my mind. How'd she look? 
They looked, they looked good. See? They just didn't have the act together. It was, wasn't tight. She wasn't singing right. Yeah. I mean, they're great. What about the audience? Agreed. Was got the got audience there. into it? Or? There were like 10 people there. Uh-huh. Oh, okay. Yeah. Perfect. <laughs> 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 and it was friends of the band, too. Is this kind of before yeah. everyone started showing up to the same clubs, like just for the scene? Oh, Even this if the is... band was. They're like, hey, we don't care what the band is. We just want to all show up and, and have this, this, right. this party and be part this of what's going on. This is before there was any kind of scene in New York City. And I have a question about that. Sorry to cut you off. Well, again. you're cutting me off, and I haven't go ahead. finished my go story. Ahead. Go, 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 take it go, easy, go, go. music off. It's your first day. You're hey, all over the place. Take it easy. You got to calm this guy down. Yeah, I'm, I'm so excited. I know to how to calm him down. I'm so excited to be here. I have control of his microphone. You know that. <laughs> go ahead. So anyway, go to see the Ramones come on stage, and they literally played 15 songs in 15 minutes. Bam, 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 and beautiful. It was tight too, right? Tight. They were good. They were good. Did I think they were going to change the world? I, I, not, not, not in the slightest imagination. I think they were going to be in the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame. I said, "Wow, I kind of like what this guy's doing," you know, because at, at that point, I'm going to uh, the Palladium and I'm watching drum solos, bass solos for 15 minutes. You know, so it's kind of refreshing <laughs> to see a, a band just playing these short, short songs, punchy, rocking, and and Joey's a great singer. So uh, that was the first time I saw the Ramones, and after that. Uh, I found that they'd heard our, our record and we became friendly. And then later on, I, I started working with the Ramones. And hey, didn't her. you produce a Johnny Solo record? No, no. I played, or you helped I, it. You played on. It. I played on a few of the, of the uh, Ramones records. I wrote a few songs on some of them in the middle period after D.D. left. When Joey, sorry. Yeah, and then I played on Joey's first solo record. Uh, and a little bit on the second one, which you is be- posthumous. Become uh, good friends with jo- uh, Joey Ramone. I was very good friends with him. Uh, I was in, actually with him. I actually saw him take his last breath. I was in the hospital. Oh, my God. Oh, boy. Yeah. Sorry. I'm yeah. sorry, man. Yeah. Well, hey, posthumously, there was the release that came out with you and Joey Ramona's split single. came out about two years ago. That's right. And it, that was uh, Are You Ready to Rapture? And I had a, a demo that I did with Joey uh, on the uh, on the B-side. And it, coincidentally, Mr. Brian Musikoff, your... Uh, Host in his first appearance. Yeah. You mean intern? Yeah, intern. <laughs> his intern. Don't get, fire him. He's a little nervous. He's, a, he's just a chooch now. He's got to work his way up to the job. rule. He did. I, I accept the challenge. He did the video. <laughs> Bring it for my song. Oh, and, and it was very, very successful video. I mean, you know, for me. Brian's a very talented animator. Sure, yes. the best. So the go best. to YouTube. Look up. Uh, Are you ready to rapture? Which is actually the second song we played on the, in that last block, that rock block there. Yeah. The um, you were actually in the room when Joey Ramone died. I didn't know yeah. this either. Yeah. Oh, my yeah. God. God. That's got to weigh kind of heavy on you. It know? was pretty Holy intense. Smokes. Yeah, it was All very right. intense. Yeah. Oh, Jesus. Well, that's the show, everybody. Right. <laughs> <laughs> Try to sort of bum you out. Right. Andy, I have a question. I have cancer of the penis, by the way. I'm gonna... <laughs> well, did, did, I only got, I only got a week Sorry. to live. We got music off. Intern, suck it out. Right. Cancer of the penis. Anything you'd like to plug? Well, wait, wait. Did, did, Andy, did you have a bris? <laughs> <laughs> what do you think about this, too? We have two Jewish men in here now. What do you think about these uh, Orthodox no, guys sucking babies' penises? What do you snoodle think? time. There's no snoodle if you had a bris. The more? The more Sorry, sorry, Woody. Thank you. Sorry. I knew about that yeah. years and years ago. Did you? Yeah, yeah. You don't have to answer that. Sorry, right. Andy. I have a question. When yes. did you first notice? Before you were talking about the formation of a quote-unquote scene, when did you first notice that people were starting to attend dictator shows uh, that weren't necessarily your immediate circle of friends? When did you When did you realize that this was? Hey, we're we're we're, we're a band that people start to recognize as a band, not just a band of friends. Um, actually. 
before we recorded our first record, which we recorded in August of 1974, we'd played very few shows, and it was pretty much a disaster every single show. <laughs> this we, is when you were singing. Yeah. This is way yeah. pre-Handsome Dick. Yeah. He was a roadie or he something. Was, he would come up for a few songs, but it was right. just there was no audience for what we were doing. We were making yeah. jokes. It was like, uh, released the record, and... Um, Got dropped by Epic Records very, very quickly. Oh. Well, the first record came out on Epic. Right. So was, was Epic Amazing. still a big label back then? Epic was huge. They were huge. Epic right? and Columbia were huge, yeah. Well, not as huge as they became. Did you guys make music, money? Bu- music business was a fraction of the size. Did you guys make money off the first record, or are you kind of no? no. no. <laughs> <laughs> we still owe them money. You know, uh, all the guests we've had in here, whenever I ask them that, they always say no. <laughs> well, well, that's a problem with the music industry. The record on. came out though. The record came out, and it's going to be re-released. And uh, what was the question? <laughs> when did you notice that okay, people right, right. were showing up to your shows that weren't necessarily friends? When, when, when were people showing up that you didn't recognize? I got gotcha. you. Right. You know, well, I'll answer the it, it, it made you think. Hey. I'll answer the question. Relax. <laughs> <laughs> That's the Jackson Heights right there. Yeah, no, no, say, Eddie, say, somebody Eddie, say, it. Say, say it like this. Say, hey, take it easy. Hey. Take it easy. Take it easy. Sure. Say, say it. Take it easy. Say it, thanks. Take it easy. Take it easy. So, after the record came out, our record came out, we were dropped, and things sort of fell apart. We had to get jobs again and, like, you know, do our thing. Uh, in that time, CBGBs started to happen and bands started to play there so we played our first show after a while at CBGB's and it was packed and people knew who we were the first show, first show was packed and everyone knew who you were because right. the was, first album had already been out first album had been out it had been dropped but all the people who liked this kind of punky garagey uh, alternative-ish music to the, to the scene at the time which was pretty lame uh, got to hear us and uh there's an audience. Wow. So, w- but you guys are different. You guys weren't the typical punk rockers. I mean, you had this jokey kind of thing about you, like tongue in cheek, maybe, uh, you know, uh, in, in your songs. Firmly in cheek. Firmly in cheek. Mm-hmm. I mean, every song that, even your new so- stuff, is always kind of some kind of humor going on in it. And it's not like, you know, it, it was never serious. Did, did people resent you for that? Like the punkers that show up to show, hey, these guys aren't taking punk rock seriously. We're doing something here, and these guys are joking around. Well, I don't know. The Ramones were not that serious. No, I get uh, Even Sex Pistols got a little jokey. Yeah. Um, you think the Sex Pistols like uh, a put-together boy band and not real punk rock? No. <laughs> I don't want to put words in your mouth, because that's what I think. Thank you. No, no, no. They, 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 I think the record's great. I think Steve Jones is a great guitar player. <laughs> Um, great lyrics. I like like I like this. I like a lot of tunes. You know, I, I understand a lot of. Do you ever have any interactions with those dudes? Uh, yeah, yeah. Sid Vicious. Um, I met him when I was in England. Mm. And uh, Glenn Matlock. He's in New York a lot. I see him around New York. And uh, the guys in the Clash. I met the guys in the Clash. I met the guy Billy Idol. Those guys. Did when you I, see the Clash at Shea? No. He was at the game before, after. I went to the Polo Grand. I went to Ebbets Field. <laughs> <laughs> who's, who, who's crazier, uh, Richard Lloyd or the guitarist for PIL? What's his name? Oh, oh, that's not a nice question. Oh, you don't have to answer that, Andy. I'm not, I'm not saying it. Yeah, yeah, no, you don't have to answer that. My client chooses not to comment. This is music off. Is it, you, I, you could get your uh, Jew lawyer crap out of you. This is my show. <laughs> John learned interviewing at Guantanamo, by well, the way. But listen, I'll obviously, this is a, a free country. Andy knows well, he doesn't have I will to tell answer you anything. He's I a will, big boy. I will say this. The CBGB scene attracted every misfit on the face of the planet. Right. 
<laughs> Do you think Joe Ramone was normal? Do you think D.D. Ramone no. could have... <laughs> would have had any life. He, he would have. Joe Ramone would have been living in his parents' basement if he didn't have a rock and roll band. Right. They were. They were. They were geniuses. I call like I call Didi Ramone the idiot savant of rock and roll. Right. In I the mean, Ramones, the guy is a fucking genius. Put him out on the street. Is there a better rock and roll song than Rockaway Beach? Well, anyway, Probably not. Probably is there not. A, I, I I play this on the table. Can somebody name a better rock and roll song than Rockaway Rock Beach? Rockaway Beach. It's tough. Yeah, I, I mean, it's I'm, I'm afraid to answer that. Don't argue with me. I'm, just, <laughs> I'm, I'm afraid to, make, to answer that I'm question. I'm trying to make also, a point here. Yeah. Yeah. What are you doing? The Ramones are what? farting. <laughs> I mean, you know, you really don't get much better than this. It doesn't get better. Right but away. The Ramone, he couldn't survive on his own. When, as soon as you hear that first line, chewing that rhythm on my bubblegum, you're like, I am in 100% with this band. Hell There's yeah. no question about it. The Ramones are farting hits in what 1976, and Seymour is like the first four records are all greatest hits records. Oh my god! And Seymour just Seymour Stein just spooked him up, yeah. Well, it's it's basically uh, kind of you know, and Ramones are my favorite band of all time. Make no mistake about it. But they they took like this uh, kind of 50s bubblegum pop and made it punk rock, and you know these are these are pop songs. Of course, they're pop songs. They're amazing. Yeah. Well, it's not just. But 50s, it's it's a uh, it's a uh, girl group, it's Beach Boys, it's uh, it's plus a little. Here's a little secret: the Ramones' guitar sound was based on two songs, "Paranoid" and "Communications Breakdown." Paranoid but, by Black Sabbath. Yeah, those are the first two songs to do downstrokes. <laughs> Look at Brian. And the Ramones just took it and made Brian it. Brian is into bowing to Andy right now. <laughs> <laughs> Paranoid and uh, what, what's the other this one? Is the night Communications Breakdown. Communication Breakdown by Led's Up. That's right. Listen to those songs and tell me if you don't hear Ramones. In there. Wow, this, that's opened up a whole. New, I'm going to look at that next time. I, next 50 times I hear those songs. I, I listen to them often. Which will be in the next week. Yeah. I mean, Johnny Ramone's guitar sound is incredible. That's uh, right away. It hits you right in the face. You go, wow. Pretty good. He seemed like a mean dude. <laughs> he me- he's well, a pa- mean. That's another thing I want to kind of bring up is obviously Johnny had a, kind of a right-wing inclination in politics. It's free country. He's a mean and, dude. Though. And, uh, well, I don't know. I never met him. So, uh, But, uh, Andy, you, you're... Uh, Looking at your, you know, your kind of post here, I, it looks like you're kind of a progressive guy on the on the left. Maybe is that fair to say? Uh, yeah. Absolutely. And then you have uh, a guy like who you met at SUNY New Paul's to start the band, Ross the Boss, who's like American flag guns and like argues with people on the internet. I had to block Ross the Boss because I couldn't take it anymore. He does it to uh, create. Uh Buzz, right? <laughs> Ross the Troll. Really? You think he's just making I, I it actually, up? You don't actually, think he believes? I actually talked to him about that a few weeks ago, about two or three weeks ago. <laughs> um, he kind of believes it. I think he's doing it a bit as a pose, right? Um, have you been to the batting cage in Middle Village? Or I have actually. <laughs> oh, really? How is that place? It's, it's a professional batting cage. You know, yeah. there's a furniture place. I bought my kitchen furniture across the street from there, and I was like, man, I wish it was. It wasn't open. I wanted to go in there and take a few swings, take a few cuts, yeah, ding a couple. Yeah, <laughs> there's, a, there's, there's a batting cage in Bayside too. You guys been there? Oh yeah, you know who owns that? A guy who went, we went to high school with, who was part of the no hitter against the Yankees. There was a huh. there was a. Um, Oh, no uh, hitter against the Yankees with like eight pitchers. Is that Pete Monroe? Pete right. Monroe. Well, he got kicked out of a Holy Cross High School, which we, where we went for selling acid. But he was so good at pitching that they like <laughs> kind of swept it under the rug, you know. Yeah, he, he and uh, Doc Ellis, right? <laughs> if you, Doc Ellis. He really did. I'm not making this up at all. 
If you if you said the other batting cage was owned by an ex punk rocker, I'd, I would have just flipped. No, he's, he's not punk rock. Pete Monroe was not punk rock. Pete yeah. Monroe was like a knucklehead who happened to sell acid. Right. It's, as an aside, Andy, you know the best White Castles in New York City. You know where that is, right? Uh, well, I grew up across the street from White Castle in Jackson Heights. That's not yeah, the best one. Though. Oh no! I grew up across the street from the one in Bayside. Yeah, the one you on did. Bell Boulevard. Yeah, the one Bell on Bell Boulevard is good. Good but the, the one Northern Boulevard and 88th Street is the best. Right. And the one in Williamsburg was great, too. Yeah. No, the one on Northern yeah, Boulevard and 88th right. Street is fantastic. I don't know what you're talking about, Music Off. You're out of your mind. Well, that, that White he doesn't Castle know. He's a... talking out of his ass. Wait, wait. <laughs> should, wait, wait. Same like White Castle. Andy, when you go to White... I know White Castle better than you know White well, Castle. Andy, when you go to Fair White enough. Castle, what do you order five of? Okay. This is my thing about White Castle. I only like... The White Castles, the, the the regular burgers. No cheese. I don't like the cheeseburger. <sighs> I don't like the cheeseburger. I'm sorry. Oh, I go crazy for the double cheeseburger. You oh just get a regular God. hamburger, White I, Castle? I only get the regular hamburger. I also like the onion rings, and that's pretty much it. I will try the new, like, uh, barbecue White Castle or the whatever the new thing. I always try the new thing they got. Chicken rings? Chicken, no, chicken burger You ever ring. order off the breakfast menu? <laughs> I've never had, no. <laughs> What do you think of clam strips? <laughs> White ne- Castle in the 70s and 80s? White Castle had awesome shakes. Uh, oh, great milkshakes, yes. It's just ice cream. They still do that? Yeah, great, great milkshakes. It's milk just ice cream. That's yeah, good, all it is. Good yeah. luck trying to drink that through a straw. <laughs> right. It's, it's impossible. That's, I love that. I love it. I love that. Thing. Awesome <laughs> shakes. Yeah. And they're like, they don't even give you, like, can I have a spoon? They're like, get the fuck out of here. This and is White Castle. You know, you know what made the White Castle burger, in my opinion? The pickle chip. Yeah. Well, well, the thing is, yeah, basically, good. a White Castle burger is your is every food group you ever need. You got you got you got the you got the bread group, you got the vegetable group, you got the meat group, yeah. and you got the uh, steam bun. You have your grain. You know who would who, who, who would ever think that a oh, soggy no. bun would taste good? Oh my Steamed. god! Yeah, who would who would imagine? Oh, everything there's everything genius. sticks together. There's so three good. there's three vegetables on a White Castle. Yeah. You know, there's really nothing wrong with that. Well, it's, nothing wrong. Is, of course is, not. Is, is ketchup a vegetable? Yes. Okay. Well, it's technically yes. a fruit. Actually, technically You're a fruit. Correct. Right. Tomato fruit. is a fruit. Right. Come on, Ryan. It's, it's, I, I disagree with it's that. Just it's just like high fructose corn syrup and red. I find it. I find <laughs> the tomato be more savory than sweet. And listening, they audience. use one tomato for like five hundred bottles of ketchup. I think. How far in this day to me, White Castle means Queens. How far-reaching has White Castle gotten as a franchise? How far well, into America? Well, it started, America? I believe, not, in Oklahoma or something. Oh, I didn't know. I thought it was like, a New York City thing. Uh, no, no, no. Not Wisconsin? No, 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 no. Kentucky or something. Oh, I didn't know. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's only this side of the Mississippi, and it's not south, too far south, because down south they have, uh, what's... Um, Churches? No, no, there's a... There's a uh, Crystals. Crystals, yes. Crystal uh-huh. Right. No comparison. No comparison. Right. No, you really? You know, oh, we, so they I don't put even, mustard on I, that. I shouldn't even bother if I go down there to try I, it. I've had that you know in what? Do it. You know, I say experiment. Right. It's, it's not bad. It's actually you know, kind of fun. If you, if you have bad taste... I'm the closest okay. with White Castle was founded in 1921 in Wichita, Kansas, ladies and gentlemen. Wichita, thank Kansas. Hey, thank you, Walsh. Yeah, I knew thank it was somewhere much. in the Midwest or the West. Andy, you know what we have in Jersey City? White. White manna. Ugh. Oh, you white seen, yeah, it's like Marvell. Yeah. Yeah, white Mana has a 24-hour uh, webcam. You can check it out. You get a yeah. cookie piss. Yeah, there used to be a place called White Tower <laughs> white on uh, yeah. Northern Boulevard. <laughs> yeah. Well, let's get back. I, I do want to ask you, Andy. Yeah, let's I wanna, let's about get serious. The, let's I, don't, I don't want to get serious, but I'm talking about the dictators and your relationship with those guys now. Obviously, the dictators, the dictators are on tour as the dictators NYC. And, uh, of course, uh, I don't know. how. What's your relationship with those guys now? Are you... Do you... I mean... 
you know, I've I was friends with Handsome Dick on Facebook, and I got rid of him too. I couldn't take it. <laughs> that guy's like the ultimate chooch. Anyway, what do you, what do you think? What is your relationship? You talk to those guys. Obviously, you said you talked to Russ a couple of weeks ago. I mean, uh, you, they're they're out there playing all your songs in in different countries. Do you get paid for that? I mean, you know, um, just to- it's an issue that is being dealt with as we speak. Right, uh, and I, I believe it will be settled without uh, litigation. Yeah, I believe so. Okay, I think we're on the way. They're gonna buy you. Crap. But I, I don't. Gonna buy I, let me say. Uh, but I mean, band. handsome Dick said some mean things about you. I'm not trying to bait you into look, a, yeah, look, bad mouthing that guy. But look, uh, but I am. <laughs> but I am. <laughs> Fuck that guy. <laughs> we had all, it, we all had your had songs it. are about uh, liberating Israel right now. You know that he changed all the lyrics. <laughs> <laughs> Fights mean ratings. <laughs> yeah. We had an agreement. Uh, he wouldn't use the name. He broke the agreement. And, right. And uh, Scott and I. The other member who's not playing with them, uh, we don't make a penny. Well, that's that's and, unfortunate. And there, are few, it, there are a few other things, but that's what I'm saying. You know, I, think, D- I think I think we're on the way. Is this uh, technically Dictators NYC? So it's like they could pull it off, like the Chromags. They're trying that. But, no, but no, they're look, playing all the dude's songs. What the? They use yeah. the logo. They use. Yeah, I mean, you know, it's 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 kind of a. I mean, how does it feel? I mean, I don't want to, you know, get. How does it feel when uh, all your songs are they're they're playing all of them and you're not seeing any? Uh, what do you think I should feel? I don't think you should feel very well, good about it. Well, I feel like yeah, I feel like I'm ripped off. Yeah, right. Yeah, I feel I'm ripped off. And you don't talk to a handsome dick. I haven't spoken to him not a long time. Right. I talk to the other guys. You talk to the other guys. Yeah. yeah. So the, I mean, you know, we've had Dean Rispler on, who's a, like kind of a, a good friend of mine, friend of the show. Yeah. And uh, he's such Dean. a good guy. You know, a- Andy knows Dean. You don't have any uh, animosity towards Dean, right? I mean, he took your place kind of as a bass player in the band, but uh, you know, um. It's, I think you know he he didn't join the dictators. He joined Manitoba, right? Uh-huh. And then uh, they found it a little difficult to make money under the name Manitoba. That's when they switched and broke the agreement to use the name of the dictators. It's kind of a weird timeline where the dictators uh, in the nineties. You guys released that album, and uh, two thousand. Actually, it was released in two thousand one, and that's like uh, that, that. That's the album with the biggest hit on it. Who, who will save rock and roll? Right? right. Yeah. So that it's it's weird that that uh, you guys your biggest hit came. Almost as a reformation of the band. Yeah, it's pretty. And I, mean, it's, I don't think it's ever been done, actually. <laughs> yeah, I think that's the you guys are the first guys to ever do that. <laughs> like the band reforms and they have like their biggest hit. Right. And but but what's weird? What's weird about that to me is that in the meantime, Manitoba's Wild Kingdom was going on in the you know in the mid to late eighties. Correct. That record was released in eighty nine or ninety ninety, I think. Right. Yep. But you guys were touring as Manitoba's Wild Kingdom. We did a Dictators little bit. Of, we did a little bit. That was actually. Uh, Again, that was a record I wrote all the songs. Originally, the name of the band was Wild Kingdom, uh-huh. and then there was a problem with the TV show Wild Kingdom. Yeah, yeah. So my idea was let's call it Manitoba's Wild Kingdom, and now people think it's like a solo record. Uh, wait, the TV because show? A- the TV show told you to stop using that name? Cease well, and desist. Wow. What happened was we found out there was another band with the name Wild Kingdom, and they got the letter. So it was only a matter of time before we were going to get the letter. Uh. Right. And then, so a handsome Dick, being the humble guy he is, is like, "Hey, let's just put my name on it." <laughs> <laughs> I say, "Trip and fall outside his bar." That's a surefire way to get cash. Oh, Syndergaard gets a hit. Look at that. Uh, we go. Oh, we're talking about Mets Two again. Stick with us. Mets you know. up nine nothing. Duda, nine zip. Duda with a three run homer a little earlier. That's a football score. Back on track. What's the magic number here? Uh, three. three. Tres. Uh, dude has got two. And the, what's the score? I can't see. Nine nothing. Nine, nine, nothing. nine zero. Mets are up nine. I guess zip. so. The magic number is about to be two. Yeah, synagogue. Yes. Actually, one. one. Well, it's if the Washington lose, it'll be. All oh, right, right, right. They're yeah. losing five to one. 
Who's that girl playing there? <laughs> right. That's Thor. Are that's, you kidding me? That's, that's the God of Thunder. That's Cindy, I believe. Cindy, <laughs> Cindy Men. Have yeah. you been to any games? Uh, Bright guy. Andy, have you been go, to, uh, no, no, I'm not a baseball fan anymore. Oh, really? I was a used fan when I was a kid. After uh, the strike, that thing? Nah, just, I guess, you know, the teams switch. I guess free agency. Too much. Too much switching around and these... God, the money they're making, and no I, I just, yeah, I just, I just lost interest. I think I, I, I respect the the athletic ability of these guys. Well, Andy, I, it's hard to. I will pay attention, like starting playoff time. <laughs> this yeah. is a great. Really, time. I know it's great a great time. To be a oh, fan. and Granderson's gonna jack well, one yeah, out. That's oh, there's no chance. See ya. Wow. That's gone. That's another three run homer. It's wow. twelve to nothing. Mets crushing <laughs> the Reds. <laughs> Yeah. By the way, they sent Syndergaard up to bat in the hey, eighth I'll, inning. I'll say what if you were sitting at the bar right now, some guy would go, "Hey, save some for tomorrow. Save some runs for tomorrow." Thank you, everybody. Look how many Met fans are there. Unbelievable. Cincinnati. Well, Cincinnati, you know, uh, when I was in Kentucky, our cab driver was a Reds fan. Since uh, um, the Reds stadium is about two hours north of uh, Louisville. So all the Lou- all the people in Louisville, it's crazy that Louisville doesn't have a press- professional baseball team. That's what they make the bats. Yeah, there's a bunch of knobs over there. <laughs> yeah, take a knob on your way out. Somebody was saying to me, uh, did you go to the, uh, the Louisville Slugger factory? I'm like, I have a lathe at home. <laughs> it was great. I, I, uh, they were like, you want to hold Mickey Mantle's bat, Joe DiMaggio? I said, no, give me Bonilla. What? I held Bobby Bonilla's bat. Bobby Bonilla. I figured it was good luck. We're, we're going to pay him until 2035 or something like that. It's going to yeah. be great. It's getting a million dollars a year, that guy. <laughs> so anyway, we're talking to Andy Chernoff. We're not talking about Mets. We're talking about he. He, he just said that uh, he wishes handsome Dick was dead. I don't know if you guys oh, heard that. I'm, <laughs> I'm just kidding. My he client chooses not to comment. <laughs> <laughs> now you don't talk. <laughs> that guy. No, no, no. Did, does he fart in the van a lot after eating my cow? Look, the last thing I want to do is like travel in a van, in a van. Over it. Oh, it's horrible, right? It's like the. I worst. mean, I, I do it for like you know a few shows, but I'm, I'm not going to do it. Right. How old? How old are you right now, Andy? Do you mind answering that? I'm uh, I'm older than your father, probably. No, my dad's old. My dad wasn't <laughs> didn't get married till he was 35. So my dad's almost 80. Hey, everybody, oh. Mario is here, and I Somebody's, bet you. What's going on here? I bet you Mario has seen the Mario. Mario, have you seen the dictators? Many times. Oh, Uriah Heap. Oh, Mario. Oh! oh. <laughs> hey, which I need to talk to you about. Where? Where? What show? I got the list. I'll He's got his list. Oh, Ma- my uh, God. First of all, Mario. We'll get to that. We'll get to that. Mario, we'll meet Andy. Mario. Mario's, <laughs> Mario's probably. Uh, a pleasure, know, sir. A pleasure indeed. Pretty Rock good. and roll loyalty right here in the barrage. <laughs> Mario's probably pretty uh, close in age to Andy. I mean, he grew up. So, Mario grew up in the punk rock scene. He, he has attended all the shows. Your my client chooses not to comment. Older than me. Are you from Queens? I, I'm originally from Bushwick, but I moved to Queens at the early age of seven. So He's yeah. from Queens. Mm-hmm. You're from Queens. Yeah. yeah. Middle Village. Middle yeah. Village. Good. So you saw the Dictators, Mario? Did you? A few times, sure. What? Yeah, what? Radio? What, what, what? Get your paperwork out. What drugs were you right, on? Right, How many let me stars? Get settled in here. <laughs> I'm actually winning. This is insane. <laughs> hey, hey, Andy. Andy. True or false? Uh, let's set the record straight. Was there a Uriah Heap show where they dumped a bag of potatoes and you got the name the Taters? Is that um, is that factual? No, no. People called us Taters. What happened was we were on a tour with a foreigner. Maybe Uriah Heap was headlining. I thought actually. it was Uriah Heap, and they were. We did, we did a, like you know there was no punk clubs to play when we first came out, so they would stick us on third on the bill 
to these tours. We opened up for like Billy Preston. Uh, but we did about eight shows with Farner right when they had Feels Like the First Time coming, their very first album. I guess Your Eye Heat might have been the headliner. The very last show, it's a tradition. You start playing jokes on the other bands. So Farner is doing a, a Feels Like the First Time and at the soundboard. They put, in, <laughs> they put in a mic. So all the sound guys think, Feels Like the First Time. And that's coming out of the PA, and people think the the, uh, the band is screwing up. And they did drop a bunch of potatoes on us. It's, yes. it's before social media where someone would be like, hey, well, how, how, hey, look how bad foreigners sucked at their sound check. You know, they, they're terrible. We're not saying the severity of this. They took the effort to put potatoes on some type of scaffolding and drop them? True. <laughs> this well, doesn't happen know, anymore. The dictators are in a weird spot where they're not like... They could, you could put them on, you could kind of plug you guys into any tour because the people, you know, you're rock and roll. You're they would punk. hate us on any tour. Yeah. And those they would, <laughs> yeah. Hey, right. listen, let's put these guys in. Everyone will hate them. It'll be great. <laughs> <laughs> and for listeners unfamiliar, like we call the replacements the mats, we call yeah. the dictators the taters. So there you go. You know, it was, there was a time before. Uh, when CBG was just starting, there was no place to play if you did original music. You had to do covers. Right. Or you could so, play down the block at the Great Gildersleeve. <laughs> right. That was a, a lot of cover bands there. Max a lot of cover bands. Max That's Max. how I found CBGBs, by going to see cover bands at the Gildersleeve. Really? Yeah. yeah. I found it. I found it here. Okay. Right? When, when have you seen I, the It wasn't Uriah Heep. I'm sorry. Uriah Heep was the next night. It's a front was it the next month? Yeah, I think I can hear myself. We're adjusting Mario Just explain here. this quickly. Thank Mario, of course, has a list. It's not a side address thing. microphone. What is this strange thing called the internet radio? Mario has a list of all the bands he's seen. All right, so. He was on and a rating for it. Uriah Heep was October of 78, but they played with uh, Jethro Tull. That was at the Garden. But you, a month earlier... Oh, shit. Wait a minute. Dictators canceled. No, or Thin Lizzy canceled. It was Blue Oyster Cult, Dictators, and Thin Lizzy at the wow, Palladium. what a bill. Imagine. Whoa. Imagine that. At the Palladium? That's right. I think you might have canceled it. It says Dictators, no. then it says canceled. I don't know if it was Thin Lizzy or you who canceled. Andy, do you remember playing with Thin Lizzy or no? Yeah, we played with Thin Lizzy and ACDC in Kansas City. Holy so, crap. Wow. Oh, didn't ACDC open for you? That's my next story. Wow! <laughs> right. Did you guys hear it? Wow! Everyone quiet, be quiet. Brian, if Brian, if you promise. I promise. Thank you. <laughs> Is Andy Chernoff op- uh, <laughs> with his ACDC opening for the Dictators? We had been on tour outside of America, and our, outside of America, outside of New York, and our one of our return to New York City show was headlining at the Palladium. And the opening band was ACDC in their very, very first New York City show. Wasn't that Richie Blackmore? Was Rainbow to Richie Blackmore? No, it was Michael Stanley Band was in there also. They were, actually, ACDC was the third on the bill. Right. Michael Stanley Band and then us. Right, what right. a perfect bill. <laughs> Does it get better than that? I have to break my silence. Wow! <laughs> <laughs> Go ahead, Mr. Chernoff. I apologize. I, I, that's the story. I, nothing else to say. Uh, How were they? Were, we, were you impressed by them? We, we had played with them. I had never heard of the band. And mm-hmm. we're playing like uh, there's an, uh, these clubs called the Agora Clubs in Ohio. And we're playing with ACDC. And they were unbelievable. This is Bon Scott. Right. This is pre-Highway to Hell. This is the doing Problem Child. It was unbelievable show. Unbelievable. They just kick ass. How'd you feel following that? I, we didn't fo- oh, um, we were opening up for them when I first met them. Oh, okay. And they had an audience. 
Mm-hmm. They just had never played in New York before. Yeah. Uh, actually, I didn't see them in New York City because I guess I got to the cl- to the theater after they were on. But then after they played Open Up For Us, they went down to CBGB's and they played a show down there. What? Uh, I think Mario, Mario, weren't you at that show? No, no. I saw ACDC as the warm-up band for Richie Blackmore. And set. It was actually a month before your show. Here it is. It's uh, ACDC and Rainbow. Rainbow, Richie Blackmore canceled. We all got our money back again at the Palladium. <laughs> that was, but ACDC still played. ACDC played, and that, and I really didn't know them, and, and it was a little more metal than I was used to. Right, you didn't know I what to the make them. I loved the Dictators. I always loved the Dictators because that was that was a pre-punk kind of New York scene, and it was mm. a great... It's always a great band. What so, drugs yeah. were you on? <laughs> for ACDC? I, I, don't, I don't think... ACDC. <laughs> no, I don't, I don't think... He actually looks at him. He's like, uh, let me check. He didn't bat an eye. <laughs> <laughs> and, and for those for those that aren't here in the studio, Mario has a handwritten list listing the bands, the venue, what happened, and what substance was involved. That's true. Oh, that list is going to go on the Antiques Roadshow. You, you need to remember and, these and the things. Sheep, the sheep easily goes back to what? I wonder if there's what's a... The first, what's the first one on 76, the list? 76, Black Sabbath, Ted Nugent. Wow! <laughs> and it's in... I was one years old. I would say it's, a, it's an A-minus condition also. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. You got to bring that on the Antiques Roadshow, If I know Mario, there's another category of like, if there was a girl involved at the end, she's on the list too. <laughs> that's no? a separate list. Oh. That's, that's the undisclosed list. It, Mary, you're going to go see the ACDC farewell, I'm sorry, the Black Sabbath farewell thing, being that it was your first show, you should probably see him play their last I never <laughs> trust the farewell tours because there's always more after. Well, age, fir- is a f- age is a factor. I don't know. Uh, I'm plus plus cancer. Yeah. Liabilities. Yeah. Thank you. Good night. I spend all my money on playoff tickets now. Forget concerts. How is your health, Andy? You feeling okay? I feel great, yeah. God bless. Everything's good? No problem? You look great. We need you, we need a strong yeah. share enough. Yeah, um, my health is great. I'm I'm very thankful. Awesome. I have, Phil- y- I have young fiance also. Oh, that that always that, helps. That keeps can, you young. Can, can we can we talk about her? How young? Sure. Yeah. Yeah. Of course. Yeah. yeah okay. Brian knows her. She's two. Yeah. yeah Andy. <laughs> Andy's married to a uh, a ventriloquist. That's true. No way. That's yeah, way. true. Awesome. Way. Carla Rhodes, and you know she has her her guy her her. Her, her dummy is Cecil. Cecil Sinclair. If you look it up on the YouTube's, you'll you'll see her. Um, and she 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 just had a uh, had a short film that was in the Coney Island Film Festival. And she played. She just performed at the at the film festival. She she performs all the time, and she's she's amazing. Very unique. Nice. It seems like you have your hand kind of in everything. Like you're a musician, you're a producer. You when, when you're producing all these bands, and there have been a lot of bands you, you've been in the studio with. Do you ever get into the recording aspect of it, like the the tech stuff, the the, the, the gear stuff? Do you ever get behind the mixing board and start messing around? Or you yeah, just I kinda, do. Yeah, you do. Yeah, I mean, I, I I do all my music in my house now on my computer. Right. So. Uh, yeah, I, I like that stuff. You know, I, Are you, would you consider yourself a bit of a gear nerd? Not. I just below a nerd. Okay. I try to keep up. I read the magazines. I try to keep up. Like I just I have my gear, and I, I don't. It just I have what works for me. Are, are you going you to know? AES? I am going to AES. Yes. Oh, yeah. <laughs> What's that? Go. I'm going here, uh, nerd. <laughs> <laughs> Outed. I feel the same way. I just use the guitar that I think is wor- working for me, which is like one guitar. <laughs> I, yeah, I have like I just use the same instruments. I have the same plugins. I, I know Pro Tools reasonably well. I have an amazing new drum program called Easy Drummer Two, and I do. I don't even need a drummer anymore. Right? God, <laughs> oh. right. the nightmare. You don't need it. 
you know, the, the electronic drummer never farts in the tour van. <laughs> drummers, uh, drummers are great, but I can now just <laughs> sit in my house and do it. I don't have to rent a studio. All, all the stuff like that, uh, my uh, uh, Blondie parody streaming, which will be out in a few weeks. Yes, that was a, yeah. by the way, that, that was, was a, a, premiere. a world premiere. That world premiere, 100% done in my house. Uh, the song with Lydia, 100% in my house. Good. So, oh, did she come to your house to do it? Yeah, she Cool. Comes. She house sits for me, actually, when I'm away. <laughs> you have a house in the Catskills? I actually, yeah, I live in the, in the Catskills now. Catskills are mint. Oh, I, I wish I lived in the Catskills. Oh, are you near the lake or anything? A borscht belt? I'm near a lake. Do You f- You don't fish or anything? No, I don't fish. Yeah. But you can, the, people uh, fish, uh, I'm near the Esopus. I bet you eat fish. Someone's got to catch them. What? What, what, what? Are you taking a stance or something here? Brian, you're, catch. you're still on... Uh, you're, you're taking... Ryan, your you're mic's still, on. You know. Are we going to have to turn this mic off? No. <laughs> Welcome to the show, Brian. This, this is the worst the experiment ever. This is the fastest banning in history. I'm, done. I'm done. a big fan of Tannersville. You up in that area? <laughs> I'm not far. I'm in Mount Tremper. Mount Tremper. I have a beautiful house with view of the mountains. It's beautiful um, up there. It's, uh, we love it up there. Uh, New York... Look, I grew up in New York City. And How do you pay for this? How do you pay for this? You you have a straight job or no? You, you you've played rock and roll your whole life. Did you ever have like a regular job after the first Dictators record? I worked in the wine business for a long time. Yeah. Right. And what'd you do in the wine business? I worked with this guy Jean Luc Ledoux. He's the former <laughs> sommelier at uh, at uh, Danielle Restaurant. Danielle. He won the best sommelier famous restaurant. He won the best sommelier of the year award from the James Beard Foundation. And he opened up a store, and I helped him open it up. I worked for him a bunch of years. I can work for him on Sunday. He's doing uh, a big wine tasting. I'm going to help Matt on that. And uh, what, what was your actual job? I to like did. check out the wines and give your opinion. I or? would drink as much. No. Well, obviously sales. <laughs> sales are one thing. I also I did our emails and I ran our uh, our our, uh, uh, our classes and I ran our we just did wine dinners. I ran the wine dinners. So, oh man. But the number one thing I do is is selling wine. That's. I gotta get out of this business. Why'd you get out of the wine business? My parents got sick. Oh, both my parents got sick, and I had to take care of them. And they lived in Whitestone. Yeah, that's uh, oh, rough, man. Hey, are, are they are they both uh, still alive or not? No, no, they passed away. Oh, okay. Because I was gonna say, if you want to send me over there, I'll you know I can help out. I'm right here. Why are you are you a doctor? No, but if they need like a, a stairs built or something. Oh, right? I see. <laughs> <laughs> I go over there and like fix the stoop. More or... like a ramp. <laughs> All right. You know, no, no, they they passed away a few years ago. Oh, sorry to hear that, bro. Yes, that's awful. That's the yeah, show's over. Are you uh, pouring some wine here, <laughs> Brian? What are you doing? Is there a wine tasting right here in front of us? Well, does he Brian know he's still on, on, on? He's still on probation. Right? <laughs> he's got an ankle bracelet. I <laughs> a bottle of the red. You made me. Even though it's my night off, you're making me pour wine. This is my yeah bartend. My penance. Andy, we would like you to sample this bottle that I found at a gas station. We're expecting notes. <laughs> gas station wine. It's gas time for gas station wine on live from the barrage with Andy Chernoff. Tune in. Hey Andy, if we, if we now, take Andy, if we, wait, 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 wait. Let, okay. first, first, let it breathe. Look at it, it breathe. Do you want a professional tasting? Hey, Brian, yeah. Brian, yeah. let it breathe. Control here. Look at this. First of all, I'd like to know what. Seriously, I don't. I won't be insulted. I don't care about what wine. What did you think of the first wine? Is that passable? It's fine. It's yeah, it's passable. It's, it's, it's passable. A, I would guess it's about. 
Okay, because that's twenty what, bucks. Andy, that store. was right. supposed to be a nice wine. That was a 2010. I don't know what it is. Or uh, Ravenna. I know, I'm not familiar with it, but it was it was a drinkable, yeah. drinkable, okay, wine. drinkable. Okay, uh, a basic commercial California that's wine. This wine here. Yeah. <laughs> Believe yes. me, I'm, I will not be insulted. I, I could give a shit about wine. I didn't think you made it. Don't what, worry about what, it. What, what's I the stopped be- it myself. <laughs> what's the best wine you could buy for under twenty dollars? Ooh, good question. Oh, I know I got a lot. Of <laughs> that, that, that two I, you know, people ask me this all the time. I, I usually say, if you want a red wine, uh, uh, Malbec is. I have one in the ten to fifteen twenty dollar range, and it's Can't go wrong. pretty, pretty, pretty Damn consistent. It. My quality. wife is like, I have a Malbec. I said, Mister Chernoff doesn't want to drink that. He's a wine uh, a connoisseur. No. Malbec's a good everyday wine. <laughs> I find the Luigi Bosca Malbec to be superior. <laughs> oh. So I have poured us what I have found, and I'd like us to all uh, listeners. We're, we're, we're sampling a new wine here, so let's all let's What's all the, take a sip. Wait, time out. What's the order, Andy? You, I'm watching you, Andy. He you, sniffs. You smell he first, swirls, right? He okay, sniffs. and okay. that's called the nose, correct? I'll, uh, okay, you want to do some learn? I'm going to do you some learning. Yeah, teach us. Yes, Ermy. that's the point. Here's some learning time. First, you look at the color. Right. It's a little dark here, but this is very, very dark. Very dark. Is that good? It's not good or bad. It's just what it is. Okay. Okay. Now you you swirl it, and then you smell it. Smell it. And when you're swirling it, you're kind of looking at how, the color against the glass. No, when you're swirling it, it releases the aromas. Ah, uh, see. This has uh. no aroma. I noticed that. <laughs> I smell something. What do you want to smell, though? I smell the plastic of the glass. It smells like the Petrol. gas station bathroom. <laughs> <laughs> this, this, one, this, this, is, uh, this one is no aroma, good. so I can't even judge it. Right. I'm serious. I can, can you can anybody smell any kind no, of fruit? No, yeah, I, I know this is very mild. I smell something whiny, but I'm not, it's very faint. Very but you high. would normally smell uh, uh, blackberries, cherries, nut earth, earthy aromas. Hey, I got uh, the biggest woody person. aromas, cigar yeah, box aromas. This nothing. No, nothing, nothing, Brian. Uh, right, no, I'm and, sipping too, Andy. On. Andy, aren't we supposed to watch how it when you swirl? Aren't you supposed to have to watch the legs how it drips down? You can watch the legs. It's just it's just the, the glycerol in the wine. Well, that I, doesn't mean good or bad or anything. I right. Don't, I don't care about the glycerol. Okay. What, so what, next step. This is fucking Taste sweet. It. Drink it. It, it yeah, reminds me sweet. of the Matusse I used to drink back in the right. It's like things. a port. It tastes like a fortified, too port, sweet for me. Port kind of wine. It's not a. a it's nice, right? No, no, it's not it's nice. Terrible. <laughs> I haven't sipped it yet. Hang on. Let me... I don't think it's a port. We don't care about your. Opinion. No, it's not a port. <laughs> we just want to hear Andy's opinion. It's got a port-like quality to it. It's it's a, it's like it's very sweet. very sweet. Mm, it's I think pretty it's heavy. Delicious. I'm guessing it's a higher alcohol content. Well, I put normal. I put basil Aiden's in mine. So. <laughs> okay, should we open up and see what it is? What's the they reveal? Put, yeah, yeah. Oh, wait a the reveal. Reveal. Do you want guys want to hear my opinion? This yes. shit sucks. <laughs> Boone's Farm. They put they put ethanol in it after uh, October. And the actual wine it's is sweet. sweet bitch. Okay, we saw we have sweet bitch from where? Where's it from? What's the region? It's a Merlot. It's from Camden, New Jersey. From Chile. <laughs> oh, Chilean wine. Yeah. Chilean. It's Chilean. <laughs> No way that's from Chile. Wine be chilling. That's, that's from Chili's. Chili's. <laughs> the restaurant. Do you guys remember we were boycotting Chilean, Chilean grapes? Remember that whole fiasco? I don't know, man. This wine tastes like garbage. Yeah, remember yeah. it. I don't know anything about wine. You have, once it's pouring, you have to drink it. It's, it's not a balanced wine. I it's would very like, sweet. It seems high in alcohol. You don't have enough acid, acid content. I would like to, if, if, if I put a couple like drops of water in it, it might be more drinkable. Andy, tell uh, me if I'm yeah. way off on this. Uh, yeah. in the 20, I'm, not, I'm not a huge wine guy. I do like it, and I really don't know much about it. But in the $20 range, don't get thrown, everybody's going to get thrown off the, by the name, but 
I buy a bottle called Hess, just like the gas station. <laughs> Does it come with a truck? Does it- Hess is a, is, a, is a big California producer. I'm yeah. not really that familiar with their wines, but I would assume at 20 bucks. It's about what this, this it, wine I'm it drinking It usually here. impresses. Uh, then people dri- really yeah. like you know it. what? You know what? All that matters, do you like it? Yeah. You know, That's it's, the it's, only thing that matters. It's pretty tasty, I guess. Then enjoy yeah. it. Yeah. yeah. So. Mm. You know, I would think the sweeter the wine, the lower the quality. Is that a factoid? No. The dessert oh. wine could be a dessert wine. Some of the greatest dessert wines are super sweet. And um, what's, well, the, what's the best wine you've ever drank? There is no best. It's, is it drank? Is that the past tense of Drinking. <laughs> What's the most expensive you ever drank? Um, I've had some pretty expensive bottles when I worked with John Luke. Yeah, it was one of my great experiences was uh, exposure to the wines. This guy, because we had very high end customers, it was a, it was a fantastic experience. Really working with them. Where's he going? You ever drink a ten? <laughs> Somebody's pissing in the corner. Oh, well, Don't pay any What's attention to that. Anything in Bigfoot Andy, sighting. Andy, 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 Andy thinks he's going to get shanked. What, what, what do the listeners think about this commotion going on? <laughs> they, they, well, they we have a guy from Australia week. thinking what, what? the past tense of drink is drunk. Also, hmm. what, do, what do you mean listeners? <laughs> hey, listen, buddy. I'll kick you right out of here. You're fucking fired. No. Yeah. I had I enough wine and you're grace, fired. I have a this grace a, period. This is a land speed firing, my friend. <laughs> I need a grace period. So listen, I got, the big name Brian, guest. I got the big name guest I want. You're out. Brian Sidebar <laughs> Muzikoff. Andy, would you, think, would you uh, consider replacing Brian as a regular <laughs> yes. on the show? Yeah, please, Andy. If you could be what here What the fuck? <laughs> I don't know if you guys could afford me, but... Uh, yeah. I'll <laughs> talk to my lawyers. I'll kick in. <laughs> That's right. And you Andy, would- can you tell us a little bit about the master plan? Is that co- a yeah. uh, project still going on? That's your band now? Um, you have so many things going on. You know, um, uh, Keith Strang, who's the guitar player in the band, it was his Flesh birth- Tones guy. Yeah, he was his birthday on. He's the guitar player. His birthday was last Sunday, and he's going, Andy, we got to do some more recording. We got to. We talk about it, but it's, you know, Keith has a girlfriend in Sweden. He's over there a lot. The drummer lives in Troy, New York. The other guitar player lives in Virginia. Uh, good old Troy, New York. It's hard to get everybody together, but uh, we we talk about. You know, recording. We we I mean, it was a great band. We released two records. Uh, we've toured Europe three times. Uh, we've had some uh, hits on the Underground Garage, a little Steve right. thing. And that's a good show. That's my that's favorite. Really, on that's really good show. And you know what? Are you friendly I, I, with uh, little Stephen Van Zandt? I am. Yeah, yeah. He's been great to me. Yeah, yeah he seems fantastic. to be uh, kind of a kind of a good guy for for garage bands, and uh, they they play. He plays on a lot of new stuff, which is hard for a radio show. To uh, sustain itself, I guess, and he just doesn't anyway. So I admire that. I do admire, except the new bands often uh, suck. suck. Yeah, I mean, the, the, the new. I'm glad you agree with me. Believe me, I turn off the new garage band ninety percent of the time, but once in a while you hit a good one. But the, most yes. of them are terrible. Yeah. I do. I do like how across the board they really do cover a lot of genres of music too. Yeah. And I, the old stuff he plays is great, yeah. and what he's doing in supporting a scene is great. Yeah, but. Uh, there's got to be some better bands out there. Yeah, you know what? Yeah. It seems like uh, I don't know if you agree with me the, that the new, the newer garage stuff that he plays seems like almost like an imitation of what happened before, and it's kind of just like it, I don't know if the recording comes across a little phony. I mean, I'm sure they're 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 earnest, but I'm, I'm sure Andy could tell us everything's derivative. Yeah, you know, you it's you know. The originals are always the best. Right. Right. And that's why the Elvis is way better than uh, the dictators. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, Andy, going back to to the master plan, we forgot to mention that that's uh, f- members of the Flesh Tones, too, with 
Yes, I did mention we, that. You, you we didn't weren't listening. That. Whoops, I was drinking wine. I also want to ask you, Andy, how could we uh, buy your music? Is there a place we can go and buy an album, buy a record? Yeah, buy yeah, a, sure. Come yeah. to my house and I'll listen. <laughs> no, no. I'm on, I'm on uh, uh, CD Baby, so it's on you know iTunes, everything. It's everywhere. Spotify, my stuff is everywhere. Online. Online. You, yeah. So uh, there's no actual, like, you just, just uh, Yeah, look. just go uh, CD Baby, Amazon, iTunes, uh, all these places. So search Andy on iTunes and Amazon and buy the album sure. there. Yeah, yeah. There you go. Good stuff. So when you play now, Andy, you're playing uh, solo. You're having, uh, you have a, you play with a group. I haven't been playing this year. I was in Japan uh, the end of, end of 2014. Uh, where they they supplied supplied a group for me, which is a, oh that was great. Japan, I love Japan. Isn't it nice when you oh, show up and band, they, they give you the uh, musicians? You know, just I fell in love with them. And what you you play your solo stuff? Or you play dictator songs? I played both. Were, yeah, mostly dictator because they were there. Just, people want. Oh was, yeah, yeah, yeah. Actually, it was the twentieth anniversary of the band Teen Generate. Are you familiar with them? Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. It's a Japanese band that named themselves after one of my songs, so they invited me over there. <laughs> awesome. To uh, first, it was a tribute record. So I re-recorded Teen Generate for the tribute record, and they asked me to come and play at the concert to honor their 20th anniversary. Great experience. Um, but I haven't, this year I've been I've been moving upstate. I've been I've, I uh, I've had a few songs, some TV shows, some commercials. It's been a pretty busy year for me. Uh, I produced a band in Boston called The Connection, uh, working on the Dictators reissue coming out in November. Do you have to work with all the other dictators guys with that, I guess, or do you have nothing to do with it? Um, you just deal with the people who handle it. It was mostly me. Scott was involved. Right. Richard didn't want to be involved. He didn't, oh. he didn't like the idea of uh, reissuing the record. Don't ask me why. And Which what, record? The for, Dictators Go Go. The first Chris, one. The first record. <clears throat> and um, I, I released a video, my video with Lydia a few weeks ago, and um, my new video is done and should be out Another two weeks, maybe. Cool. Cool. So it's been a great year, and of course, listen. If you want to live in the barrage, (laughs) (laughs) just cherry on top, cherry on top, cherry on top. Listen, if you ever need a band, uh, this whole uh, we all play instruments here. So if you need a backup band, we'll play for free. Not I. (laughs) Not (laughs) me. But you, but you'll come to the show and you'll put it in your in your little record there. Well, I stopped writing things down, but yeah, I'll remember. I actually just saw a friend of yours. You produced the generation. I saw Jesse Malin at Irving Plaza. He opened up for I don't know who because I left. Whitestone native, a Whitestone guy. Yeah, I produced their first single. Right. Um, Jesse's doing great. Yeah. yeah. So I was down there at Irving Plaza. My buddy just walks in. You know, he's got the restaurant. He goes, "Come on, we're going to Irving Plaza." Jesse Mallon. Okay, he's the opening band, but he's just playing acoustic with another guy right now. And he's like, "Oh yeah, yeah. he wanted mm-hmm. to see the Degeneration set," but he was uh, entertaining. It was. I came. I I came from my dad's 80th birthday party, so I'm wearing white slacks, which I never wear after Labor Day. How dare you! <laughs> And Shonda. now he does this thing where he comes out to the audience and he makes everybody sit down. Just to, he makes everybody sit down in the audience. He comes out to the audience. So now it's I got Jesse these white Mallon. slacks You're that don't fit me. You're listening live from the barrage. There he is. Uh-huh. That's the guy. Uh-huh. And he's like, I'm right face to face with him. Like, and he's looking at me. He's going down and down. And he goes, 
Come Wings. on, you with the you with the pants, get down. <laughs> <laughs> hey Tommy, you came from an anniversary tonight, did you not? Yes. Or a birthday? Yes, yes, I did. How's it going? Hey, Good. Tommy Rockstar. Yeah, Tommy Rockstar, everybody. Andy, do you know Tommy Rockstar? I do. He's a he's a Greenpoint guy, right? Yeah, that's well Williamsburg and I'm actually No, he's from fucking Long Island. Well, technically. He's from Albertstrom. I just want to say hello. It's good to finally meet you. Don't let him fool you. He lives in a mansion. Hey, don't touch. (laughs) How do you you know him? Don't touch the town. Actually, uh, Andy and I have a very good friend in common. You're closer to her than I am. Axel Rose. Carla Rose. We've been through this. Don't, not familiar with her. (laughs) No, Carla and I are very, very, very dear friends. And uh, I've heard so much about you, but I never got a chance to meet you. And I've heard a lot about you from a lot of different people. We know Tony Lynn and uh, just a ton. Tommy Rockstar Name Dropping Network. So it's it's really nice to finally get a chance to meet you. So, okay. <laughs> oh, someone. So, uh, I do have one question from the audience. Someone keeps asking me to ask you about what it was like to uh, produce the Adrenaline OD record, band from New Jersey with Bru- <laughs> oh, yeah. uh, Bruce Wingate. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, that was a long time ago. Um, the name of the record was Ishtar. Um, <laughs> Foreshadowing. Yeah. Um, you know, it was a little less of the hardcore edge. They were moving a little more to the pop edge. I guess I might have pushed them also. Uh, I like those guys. Paul was great. You know, they're a fun band. There's another band that's kind of fun and not yeah. too serious, kind yeah. of like yeah, jokey. Right, you know. right up my alley. Yeah. And yeah. also, Ishtar is a great record. It's a, if, if, for those fans of AOD, it's a departure record. A little bit of a torture, yeah. Yeah. Uh, but you, I think but the songs they, are good. They, it, it's more poppy. It's more a little uh, more poppy, a little less hardcorey. Well, great. You need to go there. It, it, hilarious. They call it Ishtar. <laughs> it's really funny. And let me tell you something. Have you seen Ishtar the movie? It's yeah, not course. that bad it's a movie. It's not that bad. It's a pretty good movie. Yeah. I never sat down and watched it. I have to do that. No, you got to do it. Andy, I can't remember. It was Keith Hartel in the band at the time. Was he on Ishtar? I really don't I don't. Know. No, no. Keith wasn't in the band. Well, I, I'm was, friends with that guy on Facebook for some reason. He was in the band. <laughs> no, he, he's a fa- Hey, speak. You guys phenomenal. have Netflix? Let's uh, I do. Yeah. Sure. Who's seen Narcos? I'm watching it now. I love Unbelievable. it. Unbelievable. I love it. Unbelievable. I'm like, oh, I just finished it. Did you finish it yet? I finished it, yeah. I didn't know uh, finish when, it when quick, Nef- quick, Netflix quick. says like... No spoilers! Uh, Netflix says like, okay, the next episode uh, is coming up in 12, 15 seconds. And I didn't know which one was going to be the season finale. And I'm like, that has to be the season finale. And then there was another episode, and I got up from my chair and danced. I'm like, yes, there's more. Narcos <laughs> is mint. Narco is the biopic of what? Of Pablo Escobar. There you go. Clarify it. The guy the who plays Pablo Escobar is incredible. The He's guy great. is an amazing actor. Great casting. Great casting. You believed everybody was who they were. Right. And the it's, b- it's up there with like uh, Breaking Bad and The Sopranos, as I, far as I'm concerned. I love the show. A lot of people I know don't like it. They, they, Why? They were turned off Why? By, by the uh, narration of the, d- the DEA agent. DEA what about agent? Goodfellas? <laughs> exactly. That's what I said. What about Goodfellas? What about uh, Bronx Tale? It's all narrated. But the, the narration actually uh, wanes towards the, the middle and the end of the series. Watch Narcos on Netflix. I've never seen a, a better free show in my life. And I, I'm at work watching on my phone. It's like this is... Great script. Might as well be in a movie directing, theater. Great directing, great cinematography, great acting. Uh, totally believable yes. in every way. And uh, if you love violence... <laughs> like I do. There's one or two deaths in the movie. I don't want to be a spoiler. Or right, but I mean, it's, it's, a, it's one of those weird shows that... Uh, you know, like you said, Breaking Bad, you don't know whether to root for... Uh, you know the bad guy or not, and <laughs> my, kinda... girl, my girlfriend's going. Pablo Escobar, he's not such a bad guy. Yeah, he he just he just blew up an airliner he, he just, with a baby. He just on killed a hundred people. Yeah, he, he was dealt he was dealt a bum hand. Yeah. <laughs> How many episodes are there? 
Ten. Uh, ten, I think. Ten. Oh, so, easy, easy watch. Andy, I was thinking about this today. At what point do you say, okay, I'm Pablo Escobar, I have a billion dollars. Is there a point that you just say, let me just get out and go live on an island somewhere and hire my own security? Or is there, you're perpetually stuck in this in this moment where you have to be in control? Ask Donald Trump. I had... <laughs> No, but I, I had a conversation about, with somebody about this, and they, and they were like, if I just had a million dollars, I'd be fine. If I, just, I was like, yeah, you say that until you get your first million. Right. You know, and, and then it's then, all about yeah, the power. That's true. Yeah, and that's then it's true. all about just, you know, acquiring. Word. And it's ego, people encroaching in your territory, you're competing with these other these other cartels, drug cartels. Um, it's a yeah. big swing and dick thing. Listen, <laughs> you got to compete with it the uh, character actor Luis Guzman. You don't want him to win. Right. He's cute. <laughs> Not anymore, he ain't. <laughs> he ain't pretty no more. So you're off the Daredevil Netflix now. You're on. the Well, Marvel no, Netflix. I watched Daredevil and I liked it actually. So I'm. Dare, I'm wait but till the, season two, man. Yeah. We got the girl from her. Daredevil is from Queens, I believe. The uh, and she's beautiful. She's the most right. gorgeous woman I've ever seen in my life. Confirmed. God damn it! And her boyfriend's going blind, so hopefully he'll be dead soon. And I'll swoop in. What is this? A series? <laughs> Dare- Daredevil, the uh, the the comic, which was a terrible movie with Ben, Affle- ben Affleck. Yeah. Where he's a blind superhero. Affleck! Affleck. And uh, <laughs> Daredevil was really good. Critically acclaimed. Love Daredevil. And Narcos. That's it. Good. I, the movie wasn't it's a, it's 100% a series? crap. Yes. Where did you see Netflix. Did you see the movie in the theater the or on TV? What, what, the, the Daredevil movie? Yeah. I saw it on TV because I knew it would be crap. Yeah. Who watches? Who goes to the theater anymore? Is there like anybody? Uh, I went I to the movie theater to see. What did I see last? Uh... Oh, I went to Straight Outta Compton. Yeah, yeah I, that's, the only, that's the only movie people I know have seen. Yeah, in before the that, it was like uh, Rocky 2. Right, and, and Andy... Oh. It, it, I'm back in The Wizard of Oz. <laughs> Andy, you, you can't beat a big screen and the $5 Wacky Wednesday at Douglas Tron Theater. It's true. But I was going to say, Andy, Douglas the movie in Queens, theater, Wacky Wednesday, $5 right. for a movie. In Hoboken, you know what? $6 Tuesday. I don't want sticky Andy. floors. I don't want a half hour. I don't want uncomfortable seats. I sit in my... I got my 50-inch TV. I got my couch. Ooh, 50 I got my refrigerator. Andy, I want to ask you, what part of the Catskills region are you in? If you can say Mount, I, well, I don't want you know, I don't want the paparazzi. Well, I, I know where you're going. If you want to hear things we covered earlier, <laughs> tune in. Hey man, that was a dinner. He lives at 132 Oak Road. <laughs> hey Tommy, my client chooses. I'm in Mount Tremper. <laughs> I love it up there. That's a great. Sh- area. It's been a long time. Do you mind if we take a break? You want to stick around for a little while? And uh, sure. Yeah, why don't you hang out? Play sure. a game. Cool. So you guys got anything to drink? Here? We have a game. Yes. Sure. Yeah, we got. We have. Uh, we have sweet bitch. <laughs> I have whatever you like: beer, uh, water, wine, and uh, we'll take a quick break. We'll do, uh, and then when we come back, we'll we'll play a quick game, and then we'll play. Uh, we'll listen to Tommy's news, and we can all comment on the news of the day, and we'll be out of here in less than an hour. I promise you. How about that? Yeah. yeah. All right. Playing stand. Here's a. Let's get the band. Let's get the band back together by Andy Chernoff.
Take two. Take
together at a gala event. I represent that stupid, that's for sure. You'd be like, oh yeah, Adam, real mature. I like a lettuce, tomatoes, and monster on by. All this cheese gonna make me cry. Gorgonzola, Provodone. Don't even get me started on this microphone. I'm blowing up like my name is Joe Bazooka. I'm a super duper MC party pooper on a track so sick and make you feel all queasy. From the barrage, everybody. We're uh, back with uh, our esteemed guest, Andy Chernoff of Queens. Uh, I love him. The Dictators. He's great. He's cute. <laughs> he's Queens. so cute. You of know, Queens. What's, Who said that? <laughs> Who did that? Whenever I see a picture of you, I always expect you to have an English accent. I'm not sure why, but under uh, blimey, you're all cultured and stuff. You know. <laughs> I'm educated. <laughs> so, uh, Andy, uh, you have this song called "Streaming," which is a. Uh, what do you want to say? It's a parody of a blonde, the Blondie song, Dreaming? I had this idea. I wanted to write a song about st- streaming music. How everybody, all my musician friends hate streaming. Uh, we love it. and Right. That's why I love you guys. That's why I'm here. We're behind you. We yeah. love you too. I just think it's, it's the future. And if you think people are going to be uh, selling CDs in stores... And 10 years from now, you're dreaming. Oh, I just go across the street to Tower... Oh, <laughs> forgot to close. Well, it's Tower Records. That's right next to the typewriter store, right? <laughs> well, isn't, isn't kind of the fun of this whole thing that the record industry ha- now has to shit its pants and people... These people who are taking, uh, you know, all this money from you guys when they're making CDs now don't have a job? Uh, well... It's the business is smaller, but the music <laughs> they're still making money because they all own a piece of Spotify. 
plus merch. And you know what? When when these musicians say, "Oh, I only made ten thousand. I had a hit song. I only made ten thousand dollars." That's because the record company is taking the majority of the money. Yeah, it will change. It will change. The, anyway, the paradigm I ha- has shift, and uh, you know, get on board or yeah. fucking stop complaining. Or you know, you could be in the caboose of the train. You can we'll push you off in the back. And, <laughs> you know. Anyway, I I I love I love technology, and I love uh, looking forward. Um, and I had an idea about writing a song called Streaming. So I'm saying, well, I want to write a song. I started fooling around, fooling around. And then I said, that Blondie song, I love that Blondie song, Dreaming. It's perfect. Streaming is free. Yep. So I said, okay. I started writing some lyrics. And then I said, uh oh, you know, uh, I better get permission from uh, Blondie, Chris Stein, or Debbie Harry yeah. before I do it. So I, I emailed uh, Chris Stein. And he gave me permission. And then, like two weeks later, I run into him on the street in Woodstock, in my uh, What's uh, doing in country, country estate. He lives up there. Oh. Oh, oh, <laughs> there's streets. All the old rock and roll gods live upstate now. Stein, Stein is everywhere. <laughs> anyway, let me say, like I, I just want to say, Chris Stein and Debbie Harry, I've known them for many, many years. Always have been great, great people. I, when they were the biggest stars in the world, I never got an ounce of attitude from them ever. Yay! We love. And this is a this is a band that has at one point was one of the biggest bands in the world. So anyway, oh yeah, Chris Stein said I sent him lyrics. I said, "Do you mind? I don't want to start this unless I know you will, <laughs> unless you're offended. It's your it's your song." He said, "Okay, go for it." By the way, streaming is not free, and he's obviously not making the money he used to be he yeah. used to make. I understand from his position, but I wrote the song. I'm all pro streaming. I'm all for listening to every song of the world on my phone, on my computer, and uh, I think it's the greatest thing in the world. And uh, I want you to play the song if you would. Who's yeah. singing? Who's singing this? This is my my friend Trisha Scotty because she sounds. Brilliant! She sounds awesome. Just like Trisha is fantastic. She she's backed me up live millions and millions of times. Uh, she's part of uh, the Losers Lounge experience. She backs up Ronnie Spector, uh, and she's just a wonderful, beautiful person. And you know, uh, you're lucky to have a voice like that behind you because she sounds great. Uh, yeah, she's fantastic. Here's streaming by uh, Andy Chernoff. Enjoy. Yeah. Uh.
Hi, everybody. This is Huey Lewis, live from Mirage. And whenever I'm near New York City, I tune my rent-a-car radio to live from the barrage. There he is. There's Huey Lewis. Uh, <laughs> yeah, Huey Lewis. <laughs> hey, this isn't. This isn't like a. This is the real deal. Yeah. This is the world. Right. I want a new drug. <laughs> <laughs> Let's go meds. Thank you very much, <laughs> Andy Chernoff. That's uh, Andy with streaming. This is the song that uh, is a Blondie kind of a. Uh, a retake on the blonde world premiere radio no world premiere <laughs> uh, coming up a two for Tuesday we we'll back got this all right uh, we're gonna get the let out later yeah, we're, we're totally get, I'm always getting the let out I just don't play it on the radio we're gonna get the shirt off what do you think of that band Led Zeppelin Andy uh, honestly, mixed feelings honestly I love the first record I bought it when it came out right. Then I hated it. I liked second record a little bit. Then I hated them. I just then you hated them. I couldn't get with that. <laughs> I couldn't hide things. But now, I think they're fantastic. I think I, I'm just think Jimmy Page is, is the greatest guy in the world and the greatest guitar player. He's a big music fan. Robert Plant. He buys records for my friends at Norton Records. Aww. These guys are really serious music fans. And I listen to a, a Led Zeppelin song. I hear more guitar tones in one song than you will hear on a whole album today. In a band, these they were brilliant. Now I can't say I love every song. But yeah, I there's think, a couple, you know, the mellower jams, the reggae kind of ah, stuff. I'm kind of you know, the high well, stuff. Well, Pat will tell you the story of a uh, uh, when they recorded a uh, Page and Plant at uh, Albini's place that they were just out on record hunts every day and stuff. You know, they um, are big record fans. So what Huge was, yeah. music. No, fans. no, no. Like Steve told me, like every day, like they could, like they couldn't find Plant. Like, they, well, they they brought Steve over there. Where's Plant? Yeah, exactly. He was out shopping. He was record shopping. Record shopping. shopping. He'd come yeah. back with armloads I of mean, records. You know, every day. at that age, you'd figure that they'd be over it, but they're not. They're so no, into music, and right. that's what makes no, it kind of not at all. Really Scott cool. Kempner from the Dictators used to work at Amoeba Records in L.A. and. Jimmy Page went there. He became friends with him. And Jimmy Page is a serious Audiophile. record f- listener, hunter, obscure bands. And Robert Plant buys from Norton Records. I don't know how cool. Right. How, how sure cool is that? that? Is really Especially cool. now. Can we give a, a shout out to Billy from Norton? Yeah, poor yeah. guy. Let's, 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 wish him, uh, let's wish him a quick recovery. Billy's no good. He's, oh, uh, his, uh, he's on the recovery. He had his leg you went amputated. To vi- this is the guy who went to visit in the hospital? Yeah, yeah. He had his, he, uh, had his leg amputated. Oh, he had diabetes. diabetes. He's got a few other health problems. Yeah. But he's on the mend. And, uh, uh, you know, uh, so many people love him around the world. He's, he's uh, doing as good as he could be. Of course, oh. Billy... We get 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 well. We love you. Yep. Get well, Billy. <laughs> Keep on doing what you're doing. And Norton Records, you know, I mean, how many record companies are out there who still do the right thing? I love Nortron Records. <laughs> hey, it's a good correctron. Correctron. So, Andy, in in the seventies, right before you guys came up in like uh, early, late mid seventies, what were you listening to? What were you listening to when you were like growing up? Here's one of the bands that uh, he was listening to right here. <laughs> the old timey music. Hello. Sorry, <laughs> yeah. Andy. We had uh, Daddy Longlegs here on the air, and they were telling us the ah, story about. Uh, yeah, I meant to bring that up. Yeah, he's, he's in that. He's in one of your videos quickly in the Don Pedro. Uh, uh, yeah, Daddy Longlegs. I actually I produced the very very first single. I watched a uh, a video where he was playing harmonica like a take in the studio where you couldn't hear the background music, and he just played this har- crazy harmonica take that was pretty oh. sick. Was that uh, was he playing along to your stuff? Uh, you you did your research. I did. I, Listen, um, man, I'm not. I'm it's not a song around. I haven't released yet. I haven't played. Harmonica, and he was uh, 
he burns. You, know? you just He's watch like, him like uh, at the microphone waiting to do the take, and then he just slams this ridiculous, <laughs> ridiculous harmonica solo yeah. over it. He's and like then, the Albert Lee of and harmonica. Then I mean, it might... <laughs> <laughs> yeah, fair enough. Perfect. I've never seen anything Perfect. like it. <laughs> His I mean, name is Brian? Uh, uh, Brian Hurd, yeah. Brian Daddy Hurd. Long legs, yeah. We've had Brian Long Legs play in the studio here, actually. Yeah. In the I studio. Was, I, studio. Yeah. They played... I, I have a guitar, by the way, Andy, if you want to play. I might do that. <laughs> you know, I... Uh, I uh, when Lakeside Lounge was still in existence, I played every Wednesday for a year, and Brian Hurd played with me. Yeah, he played the harmonica. Before they had a record out, he played harmonica, and Trisha, who sang on the uh, streaming song, sang with me. It was, And that's where I was uh, working out new songs. It was a great experience. Uh, it was really a lot of fun. If there was a bar like Lakeside Lounge, I'd be playing there. But hey, this is I like this place here. You know, it's uh, a little different, but a little similar. We could we could work something out here. People tell me to take my hand off the cricket button, but that's an actual cricket in the background. <laughs> it's that time of year. I was going to bring this up before. We've heard of the cricket in Times Square. This is the cricket in Flushing. Well, I don't it's live hear it in the until you guys bring it up. It's kind of like when you live next to a train or or, or, or an airport. You don't hear the planes or the trains. We're I don't hear the, the pattern. Somebody step on that cricket. It's perfect right, okay, for... Right, right, right. Listeners, there is a live cricket in the barrage. It's perfect for our jokes bombings. <laughs> he's like, he's going like, to replace <laughs> you next week. <laughs> like a vault. He's like... Crick, crick. The amazing thing is you don't even have grass on your property. <laughs> I know. Right. Where the fucking cricket come from? My backyard's like a concrete... Yeah. All right, so wait. Really quick. You want to do a crap, not crap, me, Andy? I'll just, yeah. name, I'll just give yeah. you a band. It's not, it's not an option. He has to. No, he doesn't have to do anything. He yes, does. He does. I'm, He's I'm just a, America uh, guy. I've been doing crap, not crap since you were uh, a fetus. Ask, ask Ross the boss. This is America. Ow. You don't have to do anything you want. <laughs> I'll just Woo. give you. I'll give you a band name. You say whether they're crap or not crap. If you choose to stop and expound, that's up to you. It's fine. Ob- okay, let's talk about Obama. Ob- <laughs> <laughs> you sheeple and your muslin president. All right, crap, muslin. not crap. Andy Chernoff, New York Dolls. Oh, oh, brilliant, brilliant. Melvins. I don't know the music, but I read an interview with one of those guys, and it was absolutely brilliant, so I say not crap. Not crap. But Metallica. Uh, <laughs> tough not not crap. Not crap. It's okay to crap them. Uh, cra- no. Crass. Who? Crass. Who? The Foo seven, Fighters. The 70s art Foo Fighters crap. Band. Right. I'm with you. Uh, Deep Purple. Not crap. I stole a riff from... Uh, uh, deep, deep Purple, so I can't. I, riff, uh, which I will admit to every riff I stole. I stole a riff is my favorite Andy Gibb Andy, solo. Yeah, Andy, you have to cite, <laughs> cite, your, cite your sources, man. No, I, I'm. Listen, amateur steal, professional borrow. You will never be able to. Now, to I disagree. Cite my sources. Right. <laughs> when, I, when, I, when I'm starting to rip off a riff, I stop and start over again. No, you, you see, because you're not a professional. That's why I'm not. That's why I'm, I will that's why I have to lessons. turn a wrench. Oh. My, okay, so matching number one on the Mets. Look at this. There you go. All right, all right. Yeah. Go Queens. One is go the Queens. happiest number. Oh, Washington lost one. Magic number is one, one. ladies and gentlemen. Let's go Mets. Are you kidding me? Andy is a huge Mets fan. Grew up at Jackson Heights. He hates baseball now, though. I remember when Chase Daniel was built. Wow. Ho! <laughs> yeah, there's Mookie right? Wilson there drinking champagne in his locker. Here it is. Here you know, it is. You, got, you guys need cameras, so uh, I so people know what. Mario's his, his oh, World Series me, tickets. A, a guy almost showed up to videotape this tonight, but he uh, he fell. Uh, uh, Ted Nugent. Oh, look at the score. 12-5? Okay, 12 5? Where did that 5 yeah, Andy. Andy loves the Mets score more than he loves the crap or I'm not sorry. crap. It I'm was sorry. A, it was oh, a shutout. Ahead. It was 12-1, and then they put Parnell yeah. in because they said the game's out of hand, and he gave up four runs. Okay, okay, go ahead. Rolling Stones. 
Oh, come on. Brilliant. Title. Ted Nugent. You, yeah, Ted Nugent. Yeah. Oh, crap. Total crap. Grand, <laughs> Grand, Grand Funk Railroad. You know, three great songs and the rest, total crap. <laughs> Fog Hat. Three great songs and the rest, total crap. <laughs> Credence. Brilliant. Bob Dylan. Love them, but a lot of crap, and particularly in the last uh, 20 years. Everly Brothers. Love them. Brilliant. I don't think anyone's Not crapped crap, them no. yet. No bad bad brains. Yeah, you know what? I, <laughs> I saw their very first show in New York City, CBGBs. I have their very, very first single pay to come. Crap. Oh, wow. my goodness. My heart is broken. I know. Oh, Andy, we're broken. Listen, I speak my mind. Perfect. Thank I you. Speak, I speak my mind. You're listening to a, I speak the truth. A punk rock legend who was there from day oh, one God. crapping bad brains. I don't want these oh. crazy guys running around stage with no groove. Oh, and God. I don't understand the word they're saying. Oh, God. I'm gonna puke. Mile Mentally <laughs> ill, no, nonetheless. <laughs> I'm yes. so my, my feelings. Yes, my feelings. Crap, they are not crap. crap. Let's play. <laughs> Ryan, you're still on. You're still on probation. Oh my god. <laughs> Can Ste- we- Steely Dan. Not crap, I would say. Hmm. Not crap. All right, now I'm your enemy Suspicious. again. Uh, boss gags. <laughs> crap. <laughs> the replacements. Um, again, a few good songs, but I'm not a fan. I, I've seen them. You know what? I you ever play with them? No, but I've seen them early on, and let me tell you, I can't believe these guys would play the Ritz in the old days, and now they're playing in front of ten thousand people in Forest Hills Stadium. Right? Uh, it's, I, I got a hand. I to was them. there with Tommy Rockstar. So I got a hand. I got a hand. You know what? Pat did not go. Pat's the biggest replacement fan I know. He's like, "Fuck that! I'm not going." That but shit. not the replacements. Yeah, but you know what? The joke was on you guys because that show was fantastic. It was great. It was yeah. great. Hey, you know what? It's not the same band. They have a new drummer. Sure. They have a new guitar player, right. Dave Manhan's great. And kind of like, who's the, dic- the, kinda like the, guy, the dictators. The yeah, that's right. We were Josh Freeze. Josh, Josh Freeze, who plays like a metronome, and that's not what you want when you're in the replacement. I hear, that. Uh, I hear you there. All I can say is, again, I think they're a bunch, great of, drummer. bunch of great songs. Whenever I saw them, it was like a mess. You're not a Westerberg solo fan? <laughs> He's got a lot of solo crap, but I'm a lot of good uh, solo really? stuff. I think it's 80% of them. Oh, I don't know. 50, Again, 50, a few good let's songs. Let's move on with the game. Okay. <laughs> I'm with All you, right. Andy. Uh, Tom Petty and the Heartbreakers. Love them. I like them. Yeah. Johnny Thunders and the Heartbreakers. Um, unbelievable. And I'll tell you something else. I have a little piece in the history because I produced the Waldo's record, which many people say right. is the second uh, Heartbreakers record. And it sounds like I went, I tried to make a Heartbreakers record, and I think every song is great. I think Waldo's record is fantastic. And Waldo Lore has a career because of that record. So, uh, and I went to elementary school with Johnny Thunders. Conflict of interest. Conflict of interest. But look, I think the Heartbreakers, that album is brilliant. I don't even care about what it sounds like. So alone? It's, it's like raw power. Who cares what right. it's like? Exactly. Right, right. Every I, song is brilliant. going to bring up the, the same playing, thing. The playing, the attitude, everything, it, it is rock and roll. Johnny Thunders uh, was a brilliant songwriter, and that gets lost in kind of like people just dismissing the performance as, as ah, this guy's a junkie and he doesn't care. John, isn't it true that he's a few blocks down the street? Yes, we talked about that. Oh, okay. Yeah. <laughs> now, let me, well, first of all, let, let's... Tune let, in! Let's also... <laughs> <laughs> What the lore. Hey, hey, Dad, happy 73rd birthday. I'd love to party with you, but I have to listen to the show. Exactly. So I don't repeat the same things. Okay, I got to say, Walter Lore wrote half those songs. Yeah. Oh, really? Yeah. Yeah, And played, sang them, and did a lot of the solos. I can't imagine how many times you got to watch Walter Lore roll his eyes when Johnny Thunder was just too wasted to do anything. Well, this later, but. He's trying to plow through the set at Max's. I mean, true. You can't put your arm around a memory. The first line. 
doesn't pay to try. If you're not in from that first line, you're like, wow, this is fucking, this is awesome. Okay, um, trivia question. Uh-oh. Where did the title for You Can't Put Your Arms Around Your Memory come from? I, You know, I think oh. I read about this, and I now I forget. Tell us, Andy, tell us. <laughs> Honeymooners. Uh, yeah. Oh, when Joyce Randolph kicked the bucket? What's the story there? Oh, I don't remember now. <laughs> but, but, uh. To the moon, sure enough. To the moon. Jackie Gleason <gasps> says it. I forgot the circumstance. <laughs> As, uh, to quote Sue Jackie Gleason, I forget. Sue me. All right, crap, not crap with Andy Chernoff. Mott the hoople. Oh, brilliant. Not crap. Kiss. Not crap. The who? Well, 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 not crap until the elder, I guess. <laughs> <laughs> right. Well, they, well, um, is there any not crap non makeup kiss? I have no idea what non makeup I love it loud. <laughs> uh, I don't know what non makeup kiss sounds like. Maybe. No, they were makeup free at that stage. Okay. Uh, I, by the way, I saw a kiss at the Coventry. And I thought they were great. What year was that? Seventy three. Wow. Kiss in seventy three. A C D C just Maybe might have been seventy four. Might have been seventy four. Can't remember. When did the first record come out? Look it up. You got a computer here. Look it I up. gotta I gotta ask you more about the, this Coventry please. Look up the first kiss record. Somebody, please help me. Can't do it myself. Is the Coventry kiss? the place on Queens Boulevard? Or? In the meantime, yeah, we'll go on. Well, let me all, let me also as long as we're talking about Kiss. <laughs> kiss released three albums very, very quickly. And they 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 they, they from the first album they played a little bit in New York and they never played they were touring the country for like a year or two they came back to New York they played headline the Beacon Theater one of the greatest shows I ever saw in my life basically it was Kiss Alive performed right in, in front of my eyes at the Beacon Theater it was wow. brilliant they were fantastic sweet the Kiss Alive you know that album is actually makes Kiss sound like a band and well it was it was all it. over I mean the drums were kept and everything else was overdubbed yeah, but the point is, they had their songs, they had the live show together, and they had their performance together. And who can deny Kiss Alive? Guys, how many of you guys like to get laid? Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> Do you, have you heard that? Uh, the forty-five minutes of uh, Paul Stanley. Heard it. I wrote it. <laughs> well, with this change of the weather, some people might have a little rock and roll pneumonia. <laughs> Andy, when you were playing in a band, did you ever look out at the audience and scream rock and roll pneumonia in a high voice? <laughs> I don't know if I should say this tonight because I know I know we got law we got law officers here. And I'm packing my pistol. You know what I'm talking about, don't you, Pittsburgh? Talking about my dress to kill was after dress to kill. My six-year-old sex. My Uzi Ooze. But she's the first two albums of the Talking first about yeah. my Uzi of Ooze. Three albums in a year and a half. Oh, so Twisted Sister did, did one of your songs. How do you feel about that? Which is weird. Because I feel great because they put it in the movie and I made money. And I was reading about the movie. You say that uh, if, even if you don't like Twisted Sister, the documentary is great because it ends it when, is. And when they oh. sign a record deal. And so you could see all those early Long Island club dates that Twisted Sister played. And uh, it's it's the other connection is that Mark the Animal, Animal Mendoza actually replaced you in the Dictators on bass. Then you came back and played keyboard. So there's this whole true strange Twisted Sister Dictators a thing happening plus that I really a, don't understand. Right? Plus there's a Twisted Sister Kiss thing because Twisted because uh, Dee Snyder and Paul Stanley have a feud. I saw that. How about that? Yeah, Paul well, Sa- 
Andy, is it a feud or is it a sh- or is it a? It's a, a real. It's a kerfuffle. <laughs> Are they going to hey, square off? You know what? I, I to- I'm on D. Snyder's side. On this. Yeah, me too. I'm with D. Right. Snyder too. I mean, what do you, what do you mean? You're playing these guys dressed up like Ace Frehley and Peter Chris, and you're touring, you know, on, on the old songs. And, if uh, you're if you're Kiss, you can't turn around and say to another band, you know what? You guys are a bunch of dressed up clowns. It doesn't work. <laughs> All right. You, you think? Right. It doesn't work. And Twisted Sister put their fucking time in in that Long Island scene. It was, Hell it yeah. was nightmare. Everybody, everybody I've ever Hell met from yeah. that from that old Long Island scene is like, no, you don't understand. Twisted Sister was fucking insane. They were they were crazy. good back then. Great. And then, that's uh, the story. The movie. Good. Look, the movie is all about when they ruled Long Island. They would come into a club, and they go, okay. We're taking the we're taking the door, and we're taking <laughs> half the bar, and you're going to be happy we're playing here because p- they packed the club, people went crazy, and people bought drinks, and every club they were booked five nights a week. Yeah, and they ruled Long Island and Westchester and all these clubs. You know, they, all- they killed, but the record industry thought they were crap. Right. All a the friend people of mine, who uh, are, fascinating story. In the eighties, they didn't. A friend of mine who's uh, who's well, they were were signed by then. A friend of a friend of mine who's around your age said he goes he goes. I what do you mean, my age? Seventy? Right. I'm, I'm getting at it. Okay, get out. <laughs> my client chooses not uh, to comment. A, 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 a contemporary of yours. Okay, let's go to IHOP, Andy. He's we like, can get the special. He said, "I saw, I saw, I saw." Twisted. I want the early bird special. <laughs> you can sleep over if you want. Twisted sister, twisted sister wheeled six Marshall stacks into my father's place. He's like, that was the craziest thing I've ever seen. Uh, in my the entire place life. on Bell Boulevard? No, no. it was the actual father's. Place. No, no it was uh, in, um, uh, no, in Great that, Neck, Great Neck, or like Jericho or something like. No, that? no, like, it was it was underneath the uh, um, off Northern Boulevard. Off Northern Boulevard. Yeah, but then they the re- reopened on Bell. I believe it was Roslyn. Camouflage. Ro- Roslyn. Ramon's yeah, place. Right, I believe yeah. it was Roslyn. Okay, Roslyn. I want to go back to the feud because D. Snyder, as far as a singer, versus Paul Stanley as a singer. Yep. Yeah. yeah, I mean, D. D, Schneider, wins, D, D wins, yeah. Right, yeah, yeah. yeah. And also, you know, D. Schneider, uh, he, he's on our side with the streaming thing, I think, too. He, he called out Gene Simmons, and then Paul Stanley said something about him. He's like, you know what, dude? Fuck you know what, dude? <laughs> <laughs> you know what? How many people are into streaming? <laughs> <laughs> Who likes to stream? Quit pointing that laser, dude. <laughs> <laughs> I think all y'all should just shut, y'all, shut off your computers. Did you ever hear that, Andy, when somebody's pointing a laser pointer at Paul Stanley and he flips out and he's like, quit pointing that laser. He gets all mad and he's like, hey, asshole, I'm going to kick your ass. Anyway, so uh, crap not crap with Andy Chernoff. Quickly, uh, let's yeah, wrap this up. Let's Prince, go. Prince. Prince. Uh, <laughs> yeah. There's a, uh, a few good question. songs, but crap. Pat Benatar. Oh, whoa, 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 whoa. Let me back up. The best guitar solo in the world was when he did uh, "While My Guitar Gently Weeps." Yeah, yeah. <laughs> he threw yeah. the guitar. Right. No, he played the best guitar solo when was ever. That? It's on YouTube. It's, it's, it's uh, from a Rock and Roll Hall of Fame. Rock and Roll Hall of Fame. Right. Yeah, yeah. And it's like Tom Petty's playing with him, and uh, George Harrison's Donnie Will, Donnie Harrison, his son, yeah. George Harrison's son, Mike Campbell. And they're playing, and 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 basically, it it, it peaks. Mike and the Mechanics fame. <laughs> oh, Mike Campbell from Tom Petty and the Yeah, Mike Campbell. Yeah. Oh, man, that Basically, kid is good. It, it, yeah. uh, Prince is playing the solo. It peaks, and then people go, okay, we're going to... And then it, he, he keeps going higher. It peaks, and it peaks, and it peaks. One of the best guitar solos you know in what? the world. I did it's see It's on this. YouTube. Check, Check it out. out. But a few good songs. On a whole... Crap. He's wow. crapping Prince. Okay. They, I like the way... I like your style. It, it is written. And let me tell you something else. 
Prince is like anti-streaming. He's got you got to pay for my records, and oh, nobody gives a fucking shit about Prince anymore. No, he plays New York. He plays City Winery, right? Also sells out City Winery. That's wow. the death knoll. Wow, you know what? Uh, that's twenty people, I think. In the tradition of this game, it's supposed to be speedy. Right. <laughs> hey, Jason. No, anytime we can stop and uh, bash Prince, I'm in. Because <laughs> I really, you know, if I hear one more person tell me how great of a guitar player Prince is, I'm gonna my head's gonna explode. He, he's a good guitar player. He yes, wrote a, he, he wrote a yeah. few good songs. Listen, great musician, yeah. but uh, crap. Crap! <laughs> Just deal with it. All right. Uh, here's a. Uh, I don't know. Keep going. The, Be- the Beatles. You ever hear those guys? Um, the English guys or the American? I believe they're from Liverpool, Queens. Because there's an American. Um, <laughs> Liverpool, Queens. <laughs> guys, guys. Okay. All right. Come uh, on. That's, what are you joking? Uh, Jefferson on, you Airplane. Know. You know, not crap. Not crap. No. V- Velvet Underground. <laughs> not. Come not on. crap. Come on. Lou Reed Solo. Not crap. What do you? What do you? Come on, listen. That's right. Work Directional, Andy. Thank God, there's many guys work see me. where you are, and they crap the shit. Listen thank to me. you, Andy. I'm working up to it because you never know what someone's going to say. People crap the Beatles. People crap things all the time. But Jethro, I mean, you know anybody who crapped he crapped the, the bad brains and shit. didn't crap. Uh, he not crapped Steely Dan. Holy shit, you crapped the bad look. Brains. Who who craps the Beatles? Who crapped the bad brains? I, I, I want their I want their address. Uh, we get a bunch. I'll we look, lost track. If you guys be quiet, I'll tell you. You know, if they crap the Beatles, they have then they're Steve Albini crapped the Beatles. Uh, well, well, don't uh, ask how what guess, he thinks of Steve we had, Albini. We had guess one, what I think of Steve, Steve Albini. What is that? <laughs> He's best with Steve Albini. He works with crappy bands. <laughs> oh, this room. Gets Yours included, John. <laughs> best podcast of all. I don't <laughs> think anybody in this room gives a flying fuck right now. <laughs> 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 this is the greatest show of all time. <laughs> this is good. This is good. <laughs> We're gonna get locked up. See if Albini's a hack. Oh wow! Whoa. Shoulda just, coulda. John, can you notate that for the isolation, please? Oh, I'm, I'm. You know, in the, when we first did like the far, first like five ten shows, I was into isolating things. Now I don't care anymore. I don't want to listen to the show. <laughs> yes. Um, that's like what I do a record I, after I finish the record. I don't give a shit. I, people ask me, tell me what were the lyrics on that that song you wrote? I wrote, I did that ten years ago. I don't remember. Yeah, it's a bunch of it's shit. It's gone. That, it's all a bunch of shit that rhymed. <laughs> yeah, you're like the Johnny Depp of records. You, you don't want to watch Steve Miguel- Albini, noted racist. <laughs> noted racist Steve Albini. All right. Uh, Is Steve he a racist? Is. I didn't know that. No. Both of my balls. <laughs> both, of, both of my balls. I heard, I heard oh, man. <laughs> I already f- hates he's, French people. He's not a racist. <laughs> <laughs> Jethro Tull. Uh, crap. Fleetwood oh, Mac. Man, nobody goes with Well, you. believe it or not, some of the mid-period Fleetwood Mac I think is brilliant. I Kiln, agree. Kiln House. And early. Early. Boom. But in the mid-period when they had three guitar players, brilliant. And I don't hate the new Stevie Nicks, whatever, girly, witchy thing. So, not crap. Hippie witch. Not crap. Well, wait, can we but say- there is some stuff that is brilliant. In yeah, the, I'm with you. In the middle. And can we say Fleetwood Mac rumors specifically crap or not crap? Not crap. Not crap. Not crap, no. Oh, you're asking Andy? <laughs> I forgot we had a rock star on the show. <laughs> Actually, <laughs> I'm all busy. I'm all about me right now. Actually, my, Wu-Tang my, is for Carla, my, friend, my girlfriend Carla loves Fleetwood Mac. Crocus. Oh, crap. <laughs> yeah. I'm surprised when someone knows who Crocus oh, is. What he, what he, what he just, <laughs> the greatest what he Swiss just rock off. band of all time. <laughs> Television. Not cra- Well, the first album is not crap. Gang of Four. Crap. Wow. wow. That's, been crap. Ha- that's been happening a lot. Hey, now. <laughs> wow. Wow. Uh, who's could do? Hmm. 
You said mm. enough. Can I throw one in? No comment. No, sure, go ahead. No, 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 no. There's no comment. It's it's even get throw a band in. I want to throw in Jonathan Richmond. Not crap. Wait, we need to. We need in the crap. Not crap on who's could do. Who's could do? Who's could do? Who's that? You know what? Just say it. I don't. I don't love him. Just say it. I said no comments. No, no. You can't even. You can't. Your lawyer's a dick. Get off the pot. You shit. You don't shit. Stop yelling at my guests. You crappy or not crappy? Who you? Who you work for? Let's move on with the game. Did we get a crap? Not crap on who's could do. We got, mm, I got no, no comment. comment. I got no comment. All right, no comment. The cla- I think the, that, no, that counts as crap. The Clash. No, uh, not crap. Blue no. Oyster Cult. Not crap. Awesome. Yeah. Yeah. Not definitely not. No, those are my buddies. Those I work are your them. blood brothers there. Yeah. Oh, uh, this is not a crap, not crap, but uh, were you a fan of the Minutemen? Um, again, I wouldn't say I'm a fan. I wouldn't say I'm not a fan. That whole, uh, you know, that whole L.A., what's, what, what's the record company there? SST, SST stuff. Right. You never. Greg, Cap- Greg Ginn. Greg Ginn. That whole thing. I'm not into that whole thing they did. Right. You uh, so you don't like Black Flag, right? You know, I like Keith Morris. I never got into Black Flag. I never. Got I never got into deal. Black Flag. I like Keith Morris as a person. I like Keith Morris what he's doing now, but uh, <clears throat> I can't say that all those bands never, never got into it. King Crimson. <laughs> I, again, you know, I, that's crap. It's like I'm not. It's not, it's not crap, but I no never, one's going to judge you, man. No, no, I don't like that progressive stuff. King no. Missile. Uh, you know, uh, Dave Rick's a buddy of mine. Uh, oh, Dave Rick! Everybody yeah. knows that we dude. Love of course, Dave Rick. His I love wife Dave Rick. is named Colette, just as my wife is. Oh, uh-huh. fact! He, it's he a fr- brilliant name. Claudette. Claudette. You know fact. what? I'll tell you. Okay, the, the, the disposable penis thing. <laughs> brilliant. Everything else. I, I forgot when we talked First about all, this with Tom Sharpling. Walsh, Walsh we did, is hyperventilating over here. <laughs> we did crap, not you crap, okay? Get him a paper bag. <laughs> His wife is named Colette. So is mine. We're yeah. best friends. All right. We both have the same wife's name, everybody. I go, no, listen, believe me. I, I'm ready to block this guy. He's a nut, too. <laughs> no, 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 no. I was no, at he's a good dude. He's great showing. So ca- I was with the other wa- You the had other Tom Colette. Sharpling in here? Yeah, no, yeah, we no. Had him we on got the phone, him. On the phone. Where'd you pay him? Nothing. Oh. He just did the show because uh, uh, we had him on right before the best show was coming back. Yeah. And, oh, uh, promoting, he, yeah. There was so a purpose. He was, yeah. Was, and, uh, dude, I emailed him. He emailed me right back. No problem. Let's do it. Great yeah, we're guy. big swinging dicks in the podcast yeah. universe. No, like, you know, I mean, he knows that. that do you guys that, that think he's funny? Uh, I don't really listen to the show anymore. <laughs> oh, do you hate him too? I don't hate him at all. I don't even know the guy. You think he's fun? I didn't know the guy at all. Oh, okay. Why'd you I, ask then? I just, I'm not sure. Crap, not funny. crap. Tom Sharpling. <laughs> <laughs> John Worcester, crap, not crap. I think John Worcester's funny. And I think he's a great, <laughs> great guy. And I think he's funny. No hesitation. Lots of hesitation on the Sharpling, too. Listen, I like Tom. I mean, he did the show. I mean, you know, whatever. I mean, okay. I wish he would complain a little less and okay. cry. He's, he's, he's like a nice whining. guy. Okay, yeah. he's a nice that's guy. His, that's his show. He promoted his show great here. No, that's, that's his thing. Good dude. What do you, you want me you to do? Sit here and kiss everyone's ass? That's yeah, not what you I'm didn't hear do. what he said about you after he was on the show. <laughs> <laughs> Ryan, do you have a game for us? No, I don't. I'm almost done. Really? No, we're gonna go right to the more news. not crap. crap. Right to You're Here's, losing it, Ryan. You're losing. It. Maybe eat peppers Give me more. Give me more. This is good. This is good. Don't you think this is dynamic? Hey, Tom Sharpling, what what do you think of John Hulan? You're funny. You're a funny guy. I'm a funny guy. Thank you. All yeah. Right. Hey, uh, King Diamond. <laughs> we're going to other crap. All the kings. Uh, Dee Dee King. 
<laughs> Don't do it. Don't do um, it. You know, I know Dee Dee. Stop lawyering. At that period, Dee Dee quit the Ramones, left his wife. He was living in Whitestone at the time. Beautiful. Started doing drugs again. It was it was ridiculous. It was horrible for him and his life, and it was a joke. You know, Whitestone's a, an easy place to to just hang around, chill, and score. I mean, you know, it's, it's, he wasn't imagine. scoring when he lived there. He wasn't doing drugs. Oh, really? Oh, no, okay. it's a great place to disappear. He was on medication. Yeah, he left the Ramones. He left. He stopped doing medication. He left his wife. It was ridiculous. What did he turned into? All right, here's another king, Elvis. Oh, he's the. Mm, you know what? <laughs> You're about to say he's the best. Now you're gonna crap. He's, him. you know, who can deny Elvis? It's like denying the Beatles, right? Uh, how about it, Ben E. King? You, you may uh, deny the Beatles. Oh, uh, great voice, great voice, yeah, <laughs> great voice. Uh, Mike and Yonkers, you're on the fan. Iron Mike Man. and Yonkers, you're. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> okay, okay, guys, I can't sit here and talk about sex. You, 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 know, you got a real, you got a real radio <laughs> voice. Are you like, uh, <laughs> hey, you guys, I got. Uh, Hey, you. How come you got such a radio voice? What, what, how do I get that? Uh, I what know. do I got to do? What drug do I got to take? <laughs> Nothing. I don't Ask know. Huey Lewis. Budweiser <laughs> heavies. <laughs> <laughs> Huey Lewis seems like he'd be a good dude to hang out and have a couple beers with. I, I don't know about its music, but um, you know, I'd like to hang out I, with him. I played with Huey Lewis, by the way. Did you? Did you hang out with him? Uh, it was, he had the band called Clover. Oh, yeah. It was in Oklahoma City. Or was it They were Tulsa? like a hot shit, like... Kind yeah, of, does, does he have roots? Do op kind of thing. Man, his oh, band oh. played on the first Elvis Costello record. What? The whole band yeah. Clover. Yeah, that was, yeah, it was Clover. Yeah. Elvis, Huey Newis is buddies with Elvis. Huey Newis is kind of a I cool knew that, guy. Brian. They had the hit thing. He's a California you know, guy? Yeah. Okay. Well, go ahead. I schooled you. Okay. It's all right. Uh, I had no idea. You're listening to Brian Muscoff's last show. Later, all right, just, uh, <laughs> just a couple more. Joe Walsh, solo. No Eagles. Uh, no, I, I'm not going to. Not into it? No. Uh, that's about it. Pretenders, not crap. No, Misfits, not. crap. Danzig, ow, oh, crap. The Dictators, New York City. <laughs> <laughs> Dictators, NYC, or Dictators, N- NYC. Uh, you know, if you're into nostalgia and been through cover bands, then it's very good. <laughs> yeah, man. And that is crap, not crap, uh, crap, not crap. With Andy Chernoff, ladies and gentlemen. What's uh, the difference? Listen, you're punk. What's rock. the difference? Same thing, with different players. I mean, it's the same <laughs> arrangement. That's the question. Yeah. So you're saying Dictators, New York City, crap. I'm not saying that. <laughs> Great material. Yeah, right. You wrote it all. Did I? Did. I didn't know that. You wrote oh. all the songs, my friend. I like the name of the band. And they're farting in the van and laughing right now. What are we going to do about this? <laughs> Let's get the baseball bats and go visit, pay Handsome Dick a visit right now. Yeah, well, I'm with he's, you. He's your, he's your Facebook friend. I'm taking no, Dean Whistler down at the knees. No, Absolutely. Uh, Andy, Andy, Dean's, actually, Dean's our friend. <laughs> no, they're all good guys, except for a handsome dick who's a total dick. They are. Uh, <laughs> hey, now, it's his name. No, uh, I didn't say, that's not Andy. No, Sherlock you didn't say that. That's me. Um, you know, we were on, I love we were on Facebook, and he was like, blah, blah, blah about something, and I called him out, and he's like, I'll defend you, and I defended him first, and I know that kills him, <laughs> that he didn't get to it first. And I was like, later. And I blocked, and he blocked me like as an afterthought. It's like, whatever, dude. I, 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 you know, I've dealt with a million New York Yankees hat tattoo wearing chooches in my life. I don't need this fucking guy in my life. <laughs> what about a snot war? Like, working out yeah, with his fucking bullshit. Yeah. Fuck him. Yeah. Not, he's going to be on the show next week, by the way. Yeah. <laughs> 
Tune in. Yeah. So you and him are not sure uh, eye to eye on this. That guy will never be on my show. You're the one. You're the warm up act. I'd rather have the. I'd rather have the fucking rat. We're looking to start an old fashioned radio. I'd rather war. have the. I'd rather have the rat who ate a pizza on the subway than that fucking scumbag on my show. <laughs> I'm sure he's listening. Thank you. Andy uh, has left, and it's all me. <laughs> what are we doing, Tom? Are we doing news? Let's do the news right, quickly. The news. Okay, and we got uh, eight we, minutes for the news. Eight minutes. Thanks for that. Yeah. Crap, not it, crap. It was the Ryan game. Crap, not crap week. with Andy Chernoff. Uh, yeah, that was a tremendous success. The best crap, not crap ever, right? That was very good. Andy's the very oh good, my God. Andy. Andy. Legendary. Solid. Look, opinions. <laughs> I got my, I'm an opinionated motherfucker. Yeah. <laughs> you know, let's do another hour show. How, how did I get the how did I get the bottle of Basil Hayden's in front of me? <laughs> hey everybody, it's the news of Tom your Rockstar. <laughs> Non-breaking news, Tommy Rockstar. All right, Tommy. All right, a lot going on. Tommy Rockstar's bullshit. What's in the news? uh, Quickly. All right, Jesus. Do your rapid turbo style. Yeah. This is a story out of Los Angeles. To celebrate Motorhead's 40th anniversary, the band is set to release its own brand of whiskey in collaboration with partner uh, Brands for Fans. Lemmy Kilmeister, uh, Motorhead's legendary founding frontman, stated, quote, Life is less painful with Motorhead whiskey. I may consider having a sip every now and then. Why can't they release, you know, like, Motorhead-branded trucker speed? <laughs> <laughs> On Andy's Facebook, I saw that you posted a video of uh, Motorhead Andy that, uh, you know, it's, is that the video where he left the stage? Yeah. And you, it's, it's sad. It saddens you, right? Very because, sad. Oh, it's horrible. Lemmy, have you ever rock. met Lemmy? I met Lemmy in 1977 in London. Wow, wow. And I saw the first Motorhead show in New York. In New York, um... 79 or 1980. I don't remember what it was. With the Irving Plaza, the first Motorhead show. Um, look, he abuses his body. What do you think is going to happen? He's got diabetes. What do you think is going to happen? Right. You know? I mean, right. you got right. to. He's the. You got to cut back at some point. Well, at this point, I think it's it's over. Did he did he lose his leg? No, no. He, no, no he's he was, standing up. On by stage. the way, he. By the way, my buddy Brian here, who your new co-host on probation. Yes, Brian. Put him, no, 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 wait, wait, wait. The, the co-host. The co-host. Six-month on... probation period. <laughs> they, no, they have no choice. I'm here. Okay, he's in the... He, Brian put him <laughs> in, in the video, my video about uh, the rapture as a non... as an atheist. So... I'm proud of that. I love Lemmy. I love Motorhead. Who who doesn't? I love mean, Rocco. There's not. How's this tie into Lemmy atheist? What what? what? There's what? Seriously, no, you put him in the video. Maybe oh, I told. Whoa, 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 whoa. I drew him. Yeah, I drew him. I you drew him. him. You're, I mean, you don't even remember what you, your own art. Oh, I did. This is the second video. That okay. There's not a person in the world who doesn't like Motorhead. It's almost like you know. It's like you could find like two people who don't like ACDC. <laughs> Andy wants us to fire Brian. First of all. <laughs> Done. If, if if Motorhead Done. sold as many T-shirts as they did records, they they'd been multi-billionaires. Right. right. But if he sold the T-shirts, it's his money yeah. anyway. Right? But I understand Lemmy's position where he doesn't want to go to a hospital and die, and no one does when you're old. You just listen. Die on the road. Go out there and rock. I I respect that. Totally. That's admirable. I do. I do. I do. But I don't want to see him. On stage, yeah. he can't sing, and he walks off. I know. It made me cry. Dude, Ace, it of, was Ace of Spades is like super slow. If he, yeah, if, I just if saw he it. could do, you know what? If he could do Ace of Spades, drop dead, 
I would be happy. Right. right. And he would be happy, and all his fans would be happy. Right. That is would be the greatest. How many people in our families and everything we see die in the hospital, like, and they don't want to be there, and just like you know, if you're going to be on the road or something, that's way better, probably. I mean, you only have one shot at this. You only die in a hospital bed, staring at the ceiling, or playing fucking Ace of Spades. <laughs> the thing is, they should go out and say, "We're going to do one song." And you're there <laughs> if he dies. Well, then he can't sell tickets to Ace of Spades. You know, it's like okay. the whiskey. Okay, which, Tommy. Oh, ahead. it's quite all right. Uh, the whiskey, which is 40% alcohol by volume, is said to be incredibly tasty <laughs> with full character and superb bourbon touch. You know what I'm going to do? I'm going to put out a liquor because it's destroyed my liver and my life. Aged in new American oak casks. Oh, my God. Uh, quote, all of us in the band have been active in the production process and are very proud of the result and are happy to now launch such a great characteristic whiskey. In Motorhead style, added drummer Mickey D. Uh, Sir. The band is back on the road after a recent health scare with Lemmy on, uh, when Lemmy announced to an Austin, Texas crowd that he could no longer go on. That was bad, man. Well, it was yeah, because man. of altitude in Colorado, right? No, yeah, that was, yeah. in that was part of it. Yeah. Sure. No, no, no. Part of it. They, they, can't, they kept playing after that, though. This is a story out of Czechoslovakia. <clears throat> oh, Slavic news. <laughs> <laughs> hey, step off. <laughs> That time we had some Slavic news. Yeah. Breaking Slavic news with Tommy Rockstar. An eighteen-year-old, an eighteen-year-old model in the Czech Republic is causing quite a stir in the hockey world after Wait, she. Wait, whoa! Oh, I know you're. Pat's t- putting oh, his yogurt. headphones yeah. back on. <laughs> after she posted a post-sex photo of herself in bed with forty-three-year-old NHL hockey legend Yarmir Yager, who then attempted to extort Yager. Yarmir Yager is going to. It's join. It's seriously joining the. I don't know if you listen to hockey or watch hockey. He's going to join the Florida Panthers now. He's like, yeah, is I, he I really? Listen, I yeah. listen to hockey. You listen yeah. to hockey. Yarmir Yager was devastated that an 18 year old model took selfies in exactly. bed with him. He's like, go ahead, I give no <laughs> shit. Exactly. He's like, he's like, can you send me copies of those? The unman, the unnamed woman, threatened to sell the image to the media unless Yager paid her uh, a whopping two thousand dollars American. Uh, that was, seems pretty cheap. And was prepared to pay up. Right. However. Uh, there was one small problem. Uh, Yarmir Yager is single and did not give a shit. Uh, as a result, Yager uh, j- made just one public release uh, to the blackmailer stating, quote, I don't care. Here's my public release. <laughs> Fuck you. <laughs> After the woman let the photo get out, reports uh, indicated that she actually uh, was the one with everything to lose because she was dating uh, Czech hockey player Dominic Rudel, who, was cr- who credited Yager as being his idol. Well, Dominic, Dominic Rule knows what the fuck he's supposed to do. That no, guy's trying to break into the hockey. No, dude, that's the guy who I feel really horrible for about this entire story. Yager wins. The so-called model wins. You listen You listen to me, Rudel. You get in line. In I'm other Czech s- hockey hero of in, the world. In other sports news, famed Yankee catcher Yogi Berra died this year. Oh. Or this oh. de- this week. You know, Yogi, Be- Yogi Berra, which was a The fun- future ain't what it used to be. He was Nobody a Met. Goes, no. He was a Met. Yeah, he had nine at bats. He was a player manager, and he had like four hits. And he died in New Jersey, so he's my homeboy. That was a. And uh, he was a big Devils fan. That actually. was a Mets World Series year. We That's lost right. to Oakland seventy three. He was died, a manager. died in Montclair, New Jersey. My homeboy. While much has been spoken about the legend in recent days in the media, one news source apparently didn't get the memo. The Associated Press wire service first reported on the passing of baseball legend Yogi Berra early Wednesday morning, uh, when it mistakenly typed Yogi Bear. The famous picnic stealing, picnic basket stealing well, Hanna-Barbera cartoon. I think the cartoon, cartoon was based boo-boo. on him, probably. Right. You know? Right. It, it, it actually, as a cartoon aficionado, it, it absolutely was Yogi Berra. One minute. The person who was named after a <laughs> named after an Indian yogi 
Oh, right. Look at that. Was right. Yeah, the story was that I think Yogi Berra used to sit with his legs crossed or something. Correct. He used to pout. So they used pouted, to call him Yogi because right. he looked like a yoga right. teacher. Apparently, he used to pout and sit in Indian style and pout. He was like, hey, you look Indian Yogi. And then Hanna-Barbera was like, hey, we need a bear cartoon. We're going to name him Yogi Barbera. Y- On a base in front of him, <laughs> he got nailed at second base. The headline ran for... For hours on some when some and social media blasted the news source, which is not affiliated with TRNN, calling the gaff disrespectful for such a distinguished man. Mike and Yonkers, what's up, Mike? <laughs> gaff. I'm 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 impressed that you pronounce gaff correct. Well, how right. else are you going to pronounce it? Gaffe. 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 The AP quickly updated the news. Nick in Bohemia, what's up, Nick? Now I'm thirsty. <laughs> the story is out of Florida. A man who tried to shoot seven puppies in Florida was shot. Oh! oh. End of story. Hey, hey. It's got a good ending. So. That was seven shots. Good job, John. <laughs> a man who tried to shoot seven puppies. He runs his own is, board, ladies is, and gentlemen. It's much less than the Bruce Springsteen song. John shot the puppies. <laughs> Uh, a man who tried to shoot seven puppies in Florida was shot himself when one of the dogs put its paw on the revolver. <laughs> Jerry Bradford, age 37. Dick. <laughs> Fuck that guy. Yep. Yeah, right. See ya. Was being treated at a hospital for a gunshot wound after he said he decided to shoot a three-month-old what a, what shepherd dog. What the fuck is wrong with people, dude? In the head because he could not find them a home. Can we take guns away from people? Yes. yes. Bradford. No, <laughs> we can't. <laughs> Apparently, I we mean, just... I mean, must uh, sh- shall we? Listen, Andy uh, needs to have his shotgun up in Pennsylvania. I'm good. No, Pennsylvania. He must not. Bradford was Listen, said. Don't you think, Brian? For a second, there's a difference between like rural and urban living. It's a I tool do, for a but, farm. But still, as as a great nation, nation, we have to fucking. Cool out with Amen. Them. I am I am anti gun as, as much as you can get. But I think if you live in like the middle of Pennsylvania and no one's around, you could have a shotgun or something. And also, wait, wait, wait. Also, John. John, 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 deal, John, yeah. John, John. It's not it's not, shooting it's shit not, is not, way fun. Wait a minute. Wait a minute. Wait a minute. It's not anti gun. It's right. anti, it's like regulation. Yes. I want it to be harder for you to get a fucking rifle Absolutely. than it should be to get a goddamn driver's license. I'm with you hundred percent. And that's that's where I stand. Bradford was said to be holding two puppies, one in his arm <laughs> and one in his left hand, when the dog in his hand wriggled out. And put its paw on the trigger of the 38 caliber revolver. The gun then discharged, striking the man. <laughs> Fuck your guns. Local deputies found three of the puppies in a shallow grave outside of Bradford's home, said Sergeant uh, Ted E. Roy. <laughs> That's like a Sharpling and Worcester yeah, character. Exactly. Uh, <laughs> sounds, like a, sounds like a gay porn star. Ted E. Roy calling in. The other four puppies appeared to be in good health and were taken to the county animal control, which planned to give them up for adoption. Teddy Roy's in the Build-A-Bear workshop. So the man got shot by his own dog? That he was trying to kill. Garbage. That's what I call dog pound justice. That's right, Mario. That's right. I love you. I love you, too. And then finally, it's our last story of the night. <clears throat> Authorities in Indianapolis are on the hunt for two robbers. I'm with you, though, Brian. Excuse me, Tommy. I mean, you know, it's like, hey, you know, a bunch of kids died, but there's probably not enough. (laughs) (laughs) That's why I think they should release these pictures of the kids in the Sandy Hook thing. Show their blown apart heads and arms and everything and wake everybody up. They'll still go, well, you know, uh, we don't know. I don't know about that. Come on. Enough's enough. Enough. Great band. Great band. No, terrible. What? No, terrible. They're great, they're great. <laughs> terrible. Awful. I, I shouldn't even let Chips Enough coming in next he, week. He's a friend of mine. <laughs> yeah, I know. Well, get him on the show. And I we'll will. Talk. I'm working Until on then, it. he sucks. Yeah. Tune in. 
Authorities in Indianapolis are on the hunt for two robbers who have stolen undisclosed amounts of money, as, as well as the funky likenesses of two pop culture icons, according funky. to reports. Funky. 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 Uh, police were called to the Indiana Credit Union earlier this week after eyewitnesses saw two men with handguns <laughs> and costumes who demanded cash. Costumes? What kind of costumes? Oh, well, they were, were they dressed as Kiss? They were dressed as R- Rick James and Superfly's Youngblood Priest. Nice. Bitch. Listen, yeah. let those guys off the hook. Don't. Right? If I'm the judge, it's over. Video of the incident was posted online in the Indianapolis Metropolitan Police Department is asking anyone with information about the criminal lookalikes to call the FBI Violent Crimes Task Force or Crime Stoppers in Indiana at 718-577-2716. public service business? Well, yeah. Yeah, I don't know. That's why I pay taxes for a reason. Oh, wait, that's our number. I'm not doing that's their right. job. First of all, speaking of our number, where, where are our callers tonight? Not one caller because they knew we. Our, listen, they're our, scared. Our, no. Frightened? Our listeners are adept and uh, aware of what's going on. We're interviewing a rock and roll legend. They're not going to call in the middle of it. And I respect, I respect the fact that they respected his airtime. Of course. I wish I would have been more concerned. I would hang time. up on all of you. Yeah. So stop talking Given the option. And then finally, I would just like to take this moment to wish my 73-year-old father a happy birthday. Yeah. Yay. Yay. Is his last name Rockstar? You know Something what? like that. Wait a second. It's McCulloch. Shh. Shh. You should have told me this earlier because now that, What's that? Uh, happy birthday is public domain. That's right. Is it? I can oh, totally that's right. No, no, we can play it now. Yeah, that's right. All right so, Mr. Rockstar, what's your dad's uh, full name? There? Jerry. Jerry. And his middle name, believe Bullshit. it or not, believe it or not, his Jerry. middle name is Jerry as well. How about that, Jerry? 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 We call him JJ. Quite contrary. JJ. <laughs> How does your garden grow? <laughs> oh. <laughs> Yo, JJ, it's your birthday. So is that the news, Howie? Yeah, and uh, that's the news. You know, uh, how come he didn't tell me about the Pope and his prog rock record? Oh yeah, that happened too. He also played Vitus last night, from what I hear. That's right. People don't even have it on YouTube yet. They're too afraid to get sued. What the fuck is that? <laughs> it's for JJ. Tommy's uh, dad working his way up from a doorman to a doormat. Oh, and I also I, I want to add this one late-breaking piece of news right here. Yes. This is uh, for our own Ryan Collison, who's sent, showing me a picture right now. He seems like he's won some sort of award. This is from months ago. I, they finally sent it. Did you bring an Emmy? What is it? Avi just brought it for me. Uh, bring the Emmy. Just tell me the story there, Ryan. This what happened? Better, well, this is better because this is uh, uh, voted by peers rather than, you know. No, I want the George Emmy Clooney. in here so I can hit Mario with it and stuff. <laughs> you can hit him with now this. The tri- what is that, Ryan? Did you win an Emmy? It's a golden reel. <laughs> yeah, same thing. Is that like a billboard it's the award? Mo- or motion, motion picture sound editors. This is serious. <laughs> this is serious. Ryan, what? what Congratulations, what Ryan Collison. Thank you. Yeah. Cheers, Ryan. I, I want to want. I want something. Nice. Ryan, nice you have job. to tell us when you. Let me unlike this. unlike Hulahan, I have a framer. <laughs> <laughs> Listen, I won Art Educator of the Year, so you can't put much stock in these awards yeah. things. Hey, People- he graduated high school. <laughs> Let me give you a piece of framing advice. Don't frame anything until everyone's left the show. Because- <laughs> <laughs> they, they're dropping like flies. This is the first time I'm seeing you. I got to hire a music off. It's horrible. <laughs> you have no choice in the matter. No, Andy, have you ever won like an like an official like award? Like, hey, it's a uh, we're gonna present this to Andy Chernoff for being yeah, the, king I won of, the, the Pope of Punk in elementary school. I won at the AAR award. <laughs> also, by the way, yeah. by the way, that got more applause. The video Ryan's actual award. <laughs> The video I did with Brian with was, Brian, thank you very much. Was I am a, somebody. Uh, a finalist in the um, atheist uh, 
short film Fuck awards. Fuck yeah, it was. That's nice. Getting an atheist award? That's great. <laughs> yeah. yeah it, oh, it was a finalist. I didn't win the actual award, but it's a finalist. Tommy hates God we reco- and meat. That's right. You're but reco- he eats them both. Recognize, motherfucker. Nice job. Thank you, Andy. Thank you so much for being here. Really appreciate yeah, it. Yeah, I mean, you fit right in, dude. I was really you. glad to meet yeah, you. Yeah, yeah. When yeah. Brian said, Crap, said, no crap. I actually said to Brian before the show, I said, what kind of guy is Andy? And he goes, he's one of us. And I couldn't imagine it we going. We accept you. One of us. And and who knew that Andy it turned out Brian wasn't one of us. Yeah. <laughs> so, Andy, what time uh, you want to be here on Friday? Because Brian's out. <laughs> I'm not coming. I'm not You're coming in, back. right? I'm coming back. It's going to be a fight. Well, all right. Well, I'll a- arm wrestle. I'm like a tick. You have to fucking like douse me in Vaseline. I watched the video on how to remove it, and I got it. I would also like to uh, congratulate Brian Musikoff on his first episode. And yeah, good job, Brian. I'm stoked for many more. Yeah, hey guys, thanks for having me here. This is Andy speaking, and uh, I mean. What do you got? Ten guys here. It's like ridiculous. It gets crazy. The poker it's, game it's is cuckoo, after this. It's cuckoo crazy. Are you, you staying poker? for poker? But um, you know, thanks for Brian for inviting me, and no, you Andy, guys for Andy, having me. Man, come on. Thank you for thank, thank you, for you so much. Uh, also, uh, my you dad. are welcome. Sincerely, from the bottom of my heart, you are very, very welcome. My dad, Andy did this on a week's notice. He's like, hey, Andy, I have this thing going on. Can, can you come in? And he was like, yeah, I'm, I'm there. I am in town. Our li- it's it's to do our little show is the Andy most punk rock through. thing you could do probably because we, we we no one's listening. I'm and, the Christopher Columbus of punk rock. Hey, hey, <laughs> hey, no, no, you're the Pope of punk. Chernoff, let me tell you, you came through. Thank you so much. Thank you, Brian. Yeah. Andy Chernoff, founder of the Dictators, yes. ladies yeah. and gentlemen. He won't and, say anything bad about the rest of the Dictators because they're reissuing something. And uh, Andy, where where can we get your stuff? AndyChernoff.com. No, no. I, I I'm reissuing it. <laughs> Doesn't have it. <laughs> Sony is really showing it. If I go to your website, andyshernoff.com, there's all these, uh, uh, you know, uh, categories, but music is not one of them. So sure. Yeah. No, there's, there's a store there somewhere. A store. Okay. Are you on my website? Isn't it? it should be. Should be obvious. Even on my Facebook page is a music store. Right. Hey, right. Andy, you can do some vinyl. Is going to be? Is it going to be 12 inch? No, no he doesn't. I'm over vinyl. vinyl. <laughs> oh, come on. I mean, streaming, it, streaming, no, no, no. streaming is real. Why do I want to pay to print something up? Because because people will buy it and cherish it. Good point. <laughs> you should do that. Hey, I got to tell you, this musical kid he makes a lot of sense. Vinyl's hot. <laughs> All right. Well, thank there you so are. much for being here, Andy. I mean. I mean this is Brian, a dream come true for us. Welcome, Brian. Because hey, I, you know, I support my queens, bros. This isn't my first time on the You know party. what I'm saying? For reals. For reals. No. It's a, you know, the borough rock. <laughs> 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 we rock here in Queens. Damn right. That's right. Andy made me look fucking great. <laughs> thank you, Brian. Had a game for us, but we uh, don't have time. It's 11.10. We got to go. So thank you, everybody. Good Here's night. The, uh, thank you, Andy. Thank you, Tommy Rockstar. Thank you, Ryan. Thank you, Pat. Thank you, Mario. Thank you, uh, Brian Music Open. It's first day. Great job. Thanks, and here's Sam. the Dictators with a song that Andy wrote called Who Will Save Rock and Roll. Is that correct? Yeah. Yeah. Great song. Thanks, everybody. We'll see you next week. Let's go, Mets. Let's go, Mets.
quick pro programming note. Quick programming note here. Uh, uh, listen to the last and final episode of No More Music by the Suckers tomorrow night, Saturday night at 10 p.m. Eastern time. It is the No More No More, No More More Music by the Suckers. It is over. Uh, Brad will play the final show tomorrow night at 10 p.m. Eastern time. You don't want to miss that. Thank you, everyone, for listening, and we'll see you next week. Thank you. Gotta do the moomadina maneuver. Because the light was on.